The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. What is going on, my Ghost Squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 309. We are streaming live, as always, on YouTube to over 150 countries worldwide. If you guys are interested in calling in, texting in, I guess we could call in, yeah, sure, call in, text into the show, utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates over at Aegis Gun Care. That phone number is, uh, well, I think it's 530-364-4678. It is scrolling down below. If you guys are veterans, really anyone, but especially if you're veterans and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness and you're looking for that light, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you medical advice, but I could probably be a pretty decent ear, talk you through some stuff. More importantly, I can be a good ear just to listen and let you get what you need to get off your chest. If you are looking for someone that can get you towards some medical attention, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, one 800 273-8255-VETERANS, press the number 1. We are spotlighting, as always, United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title, United States Marine, see the website, marines.com. And, as always, we are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Go check out all of your favorite pro-gun, pro-2A podcasts over at selfdefenseradio.net. Let's get this off of my ugly mug and say hello to the cohorts that will be um, helping us break out of prison tonight all the way from the weirdest state in the union the only state that has four letters and takes two people to spell it out we got chris from the seven four oh what's up man oh, not much thanks for the invite looking forward to hearing about trigger con trigger con we will jump into trigger con faux show it was a very pleasant surprise i'll just say that much for me from my point of view and we'll, we'll hear from others as well uh standing on the corner in winslow arizona such a fine sight to see it is john the solace ginger what's going on john Oh, not much. Just got home. Had a uh, four-hour delay in Dallas yesterday, which was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was supposed at least, to. At least you didn't lose your first-class seat like Chase did. You know. Well, I mean, I think Chase had it worse off than I did. He lost it. He had he to did. switch planes three times and lost his first-class seat and got the middle seat. So hit the middle seat, and he said that dude that was sitting next to him was bigger than he was. You know that had to been fun trip. Yeah, I uh, all I know is that I was supposed to get home at seven forty three a.m., which would have been great. I would have had my whole day, but I ended up getting home at like one. So it was fun. 
Gotta love That's the awesome. airlines. Gotta love the airlines. Uh, John, let's give you two minutes for the 2A. What's going on at GOA this week? Well, first and foremost, we've got the interview that you did with Kaylee earlier this or, uh, this weekend uh, with the uh, gun czar, uh, the, the White House uh, gun violence per- prevention Protection inter- office or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mouthful. That is a scary thing for her to a rights being that they have direct line to the president. It's being run by Kamala Harris. It's being run by two anti-gun lobbyists. Um, one with most importantly, it's being run by the executive branch with literally no oversight whatsoever. Yeah. So there's that. That's a, a scary thing. A really scary thing. Uh, and then we just got filed for our preliminary injunction in Florida against the ATF zero tolerance policy on behalf of kiloton tactical in the ffl coalition against the atf zero tolerance policy so that got filed today uh to fight them on that and for those of you who don't know what the zero tolerance policy is at uh ffls have 4473s atf comes and audits them every couple years they're looking for errors so most of the time it's little errors like they spelt the county wrong or they've misinitialed something or something needs to be changed it's no big deal it's a couple points you add up to a certain number of points you get a uh, slap on the wrist and then you go from there to fix it but now they with their zero tolerance policies they're going in and taking those little infractions and turning them into major infractions and shutting down ffls which for most of us it doesn't sound scary but if you live in a town where the nearest ffl is 45 minutes away and they shut that ffl down and you gotta drive two three hours uh that is not a good thing, and, and it's really hindering your and our Second Amendment rights. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know this, John is with the Gunners of America. He's your GOA. Some people may not know what the GOA is. I'm wearing actually a GOA hat. How about them apples? I saw that. Uh, it's an old school hat. I don't know how long I've had it, but I've had it for a long time. Um, but yeah, so go check out gunowners.org org for more info more importantly if you have any questions what's going on in your state they have a section you can find out what's going on um all over the place and just kind of see what what there is and obviously john if, if there's something going on in someone's state that you guys might not be aware of or anything like that uh, obviously there's a contact us through the website correct that they may be able to contact you and let you know what's going on in, in specific bills that are out there maybe yeah, there's a contact us on the website. You can actually call in. You can talk to somebody over there. Uh, we are constantly fighting. There's a lot of things going on. So right now we're also fighting in California with the SB2, and that's through Gun Owners of California, and we're fighting in New York through Gun Owners of New York. <laughs> and so if you've got a question, go ahead and go submit it there. And if you want to submit a question to your congressman, we have a form that takes 45 seconds to submit uh, to your congressperson. Awesome. Awesome. And riding shotgun is always with us. The little man. I'm so say hello to my little friend, the tactical virus. I mean, uh, leprechaun himself. What's up, Clove? Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Uh, you had um, a little video that just dropped about half an hour ago. I did. Range Dave from Turcon dropped. Yeah. 
Uh, no, I was going to say you're rocking the uh, vintage TGWT tonight. I am that that guy's wife, that guy's wife T-shirt out there. It's uh, that guy's may, wife. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure. She may be a little bit disappointed with uh, missing out this weekend. I don't know. She she would have had a good time. She would have had. A good, I think. I, I was, and we'll talk more about that. But I did not think that going into it. But having no. been through it now, I'm going. Hmm, I'm not going to lie. I I was. I mean, I was optimistic. Maybe it'd be good. I'm not going to lie. And we have Dave, uh, marketing guru from Turicon, going to be here with us next week. Um, but Dave's I'm not, not here, lie. man. Dave's not here, man. Um, but even showing up Friday. And walking in, I was even a little more worried oh, <laughs> about how walking, I was going to go. Walking like, in, we didn't even have to We're walk. Driving up, yeah, driving yeah. up. And I was like, mm. like we didn't even get across the uh, interstate or the road. Good, we just got like up on the off ramp type place. And you're yeah. like, whoa, is that the place over there? Um, I don't know about this. Anyway, yeah, we, we'll we'll discuss all that. We'll discuss that. Yes, yeah, a good check out Clover's range video. We dropped our range video. A few hours ago, and as John uh, mentioned earlier, we're, we're going to be dropping a video every day this week from TriggerCon, mm -hmm. so you're yeah. going to have to wait. Uh, our video that dropped yesterday was a fantastic interview that I had with Kaylee with the Gun Owners of America about this uh, gun control czar, if you will. It was a great oh, conversation. My, my range day video that dropped today uh, will have at least one firearm you are guaranteed not to see in any other range montage. So there is that. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, we'll jump into TruCon here in a second, but you guys know that every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday at 10 a.m. over on our YouTube community tab, we have the Pony Poles. Go check out our friends over at Anderson Manufacturing. Anderson. Let's uh let's look through the pony polls, if you will, this week. Our first a, one that oh go ahead. I was just saying I got a notice today that I've got some Anderson stuff sitting at the local gun shop. Mm -hmm. How about them apples? Yeah, mm -hmm. buddy. Mm -hmm. You want some mustard with that Anderson stuff? Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you were say that mm -hmm. did I want mustard with the apples? I'm like, not really. No, that sounds really. nasty. <laughs> I don't know. You ate some stuff this weekend that probably and it was nasty. I like mustard and apples, yeah. But I, yeah, I tried it just to make y'all happy. Anyway, yeah, pony poles, pony poles, pony poles. First one, one uh, yesterday, one point five thousand votes. Which do you prefer, beer or whiskey? Chris, beer or whiskey, my man. Beer for me. Beer for my horses. All right. Clover, beer, or whiskey, if you were to partake. It was not an option, huh? <laughs> I was going to put liquor and beer, but that was like very, very widespread, you know? Yeah. Well, I, liquor liquor, and then beer and wine, right? Like, that's two separate categories. Yeah. But wine and beer yeah. is, is honestly a separate, too. So It is, yeah. Um, yeah, it would have to be whiskey. I'm not a beer guy. We start talking. We start talking about beer and whiskey, and who shows up out there? TJ, of TJ course. He he. Not that he would ever partake in any of that beer drinking uh, at all. So answer the question, bro. Beer or whiskey? Well, I thought I did. 
You did not. You you were you were trying to wrap yourself around this and skirt that I answer the whole too. time. I did too. I said you said tequila, and then you started talking about beer and wine and being different. And then I answered and, your question, but you were rambling too. I said it would have to. It's be my show. I can pretty I'm much ramble anytime I want. So well, this is yeah. true, but uh, <laughs> but then again, well, yeah. To, re to refresh my memory, then are you? Oh my god! For the third time, whiskey already. Yeah. Whiskey. Oh my god. You, you sure you, you haven't partaken of some whiskey tonight? I mean, speaking of whiskey, yeah. good Lord. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. yeah. Uh, ginger beer whiskey. Well, too. it's it's whiskey. I mean, I know some of us like clover, like Long Island iced teas and tequila. That, that would be that would be gizzard. That would be <laughs> gizzard Terry in the Long Island. Gizzard Maybe was Sarge. like gizzard was like Sheldon. This is tea. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is the Good. best tea I've ever had in my life. <laughs> right. Seven teas later, he's like, hey, seven? Hey. It had to be double digits. Ain't no seven to it. What are you talking about seven? I, I, I know of seven. I, there might have been more. I it, know it of seven. Plus yeah, a couple shots. It may have been, but it seemed like a lot. Yeah. I helped him with one. So. Yeah. Was it good? There was, was eight, but. Uh, it was, you know, it was legit good, but uh, yeah, it was very, very good. Yeah, he had one sitting there, and it's like his first. It was his second one. He had the first one. It took him forever to drink the first one, so he had the second one. It was sitting there forever. I just kept on looking at it, and I was like, "All right, let's go." So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, me myself and I, 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 I pick whiskey, faux shizzle. Uh, one point five thousand votes. Pretty close, actually. Fifty-four percent for beer, forty-six for whiskey. Pretty, pretty even there. Wow. I think if I would have put like liquor instead of whiskey, would have brought in tequila, vodkas, and all of that. I think that might have overtaken the beer, but we just went straight up beer and whiskey. A lot of comments about tequila and different types of other uh, liquor, but right. it is what it is. Uh, the next poll was Saturday, one point five thousand votes. Which one? Now, these are two dishes that Clover was looking for on Saturday night, but they did not have them. Fettuccine Alfredo or spaghetti? Clover, fettuccine Alfredo or spaghetti? Oh, fettuccine Alfredo, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ginger? It's definitely fettuccine Alfredo. Chris? I'm going to be the odd one. I got to go spaghetti. I am not a fettuccine guy. So, so far, you're going beer and spaghetti. Yep. Savage. And the rest of us, the rest of us have gone whiskey and Alfredo. Are we sure whiskey. that, are we sure that Chris from the 740 doesn't live in a trailer park somewhere in <laughs> South Alabama? Just saying. Well. Beer he, and spaghetti. Like, really? Beer and spaghetti is an interesting combo. Whiskey and Alfredo is an interesting combo also, but it's better. It's a better combo. Yeah, a little more high end, a little more bougie. A little, little bit. bit, little bit, little bit. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to go Alfredo for that. One point five thousand votes. Fifty five percent are wrong and say spaghetti. Forty five percent say Alfredo. Well, maybe they cut up hot dogs in it. Okay, Sheldon. Now you're really going on a Sheldon <laughs> trip here. Uh, it runs on water, man. We're going to talk about that also. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. 55 to 45. And our last pony poll, 2.4 thousand votes. You know, we always throw a gun question in there. Which one is more iconic? Not a better one. 
Which one is more iconic? We're going to be surprised at the results of this. The Colt Single Action Army or the Colt 1911? Ginger, I'm going to start with you. Which one's more iconic? 1911 or Single Action Army? Uh, I would have to say... Oh, it's a tough know, one. Right? I'm going to say Two World Wars. You know? it's The entire West. I know. That's why it's hard. I was going to say, because I live in the West, I was going to say the Colt, but... Or the well, they're both cold. Yeah. The single action army, but how You're going many times? 1911, are you? How many times have you been somewhere and somebody picks up a 1911 and yells two world wars at any of the shows and you pick Way up a single too action? Many. Right. All the rest of them are just like, eh. Snob wants to know Does anyone know where you can get S car going East Texas asking for a friend? We'll get into that in a minute as well. Um, so you're going 1911. Okay. There's not a wrong answer. Uh, not a wrong answer. You're kind of fuddy. So I, I, I didn't expect that. I guess 1911 is still fud, but not as fud as, all right. Anyways, Chris, uh, single action army or the 1911, which one's more iconic? I got to go 1911 too. Wow. Okay. Clove. Well, first, there's, answer, revol there's a revolver. There's a revolver in play here. You know that, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. I know. So, uh, first answer, Snob's question: You can't get escargot here because we have access to pesticides. So, there you go. So, no, no snails in East Texas. What you're saying? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. That's fair. That's you know, fair. I don't. I don't know what other people are doing. Like, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we don't. We don't put up with snails around here. Anyway, uh, yeah, single action army. I mean, two world wars, all you want, but. You know, tail end of the Civil War, uh, Spanish-American War, uh, you know, uh, First World War. Um, come on, like, changed it changed the game in so many ways. Like, yeah, single action army. All the cowboy movies. Think about that, right? Like, I mean, 1911s. Up until what, like the like the 80 issues or so. I mean, single action army might have been the most prevalent handgun in any movie you know as far as hollywood and stuff you know what i mean uh yeah there's a lot of because there was a lot of westerns i'll say that but but yeah either way, yeah, yeah. Oh, i agree I'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go single action right, i'm going revolver i i do i do believe that it is more iconic stop it stop it stop it I don't, let's not go mm, stop. Um, 2.4 thousand votes. The Colt 1911 wins it. Here's a surprising part with 74% of the vote. The single action army is only getting 26% of the love. I'm a little disappointed in people out there. Um, Two savage. world wars. Mm -hmm. Savages. The entire West. Two world wars, he says. Okay, whatever. All right, those are the pony polls for this week. Uh, go check out our friends over at Anderson with AndersonManufacturing.com and uh, see what they got going on over there. Now, can you now can you, mount a, now, now can you mount a Vortex Red Dot to a single action army asking for a friend? You can. Um, There's a way. There's got to be a way. It might take a little bit of uh, work, but I believe it can be done. Yeah, yeah. It might be like a, a 45 degree angle. Would that, would that oh, work for you? Well, it had to be a 90. 
I believe. No, be the opposite side of the loading gate. It would have to yeah, be on the on the other side. You give me the forty five. Yeah, no, you probably. I don't know. Clover, look it up. We I think can make it work. I think there's a a piece that you can three D print that goes into the grip frame that comes up and over. And YouTube just demonetized this. What? Thanks. Thanks, John. Did it's they, already demonetized. They? I don't monetize my podcast, <laughs> so it's all good. Thanks, Clover. Uh, no, but I think you can you can find that file somewhere. Yes, there are. Yeah, there are mounts for single action armies, and a lot of the newer stuff is is uh, drilled and tapped anyway. But yeah, yeah, that was rhetorical. Thus, the asking for a friend. Yeah, uh, let's get kicked into TrueCon. Uh, like I said, we were kind of talking earlier. I was looking forward to going for a lot of reasons. One, I needed a break uh, from um, from life for a second, and it was great to get away and see everybody uh, and all that. Um, but I was looking forward because I heard that um, last year from the creator side, I said it was pretty good because there was not a whole lot of people there. So I was like, oh, that could be kind of fun. And they did. I I'll give a shout out to Rainier and, and to uh, TriggerCon uh, as separate entities for this fiasco thing. But they did a really good job on the promoting it and, and, and the advertising side of TriggerCon. So um, I was excited to go. Once again, we drove past and we drove up to the arena that the show, the two-day shows. It was a Friday uh, and Saturday show and then a Sunday range day. And um, you pull up to this arena, but it is not an arena that one would think. This was a rodeo arena, which is kind of cool in itself, but obviously much, much smaller than what you would think is like a basketball arena or whatever. Um, a little little disconcerting maybe Friday uh, when we get there is thinking nah, uh, I might be able to walk this entire show in about 10 minutes um, but it ended up being pretty awesome uh, especially Saturday's crowd was really really good the public uh, crowd was there and the range day I'm not gonna lie for my for my uh, money that range day aside from maybe maybe um, hello please be, there you go uh, aside from maybe one or two suggestions we'll get with Dave next week, I thought the range day was actually uh, well organized. I, I, I liked uh, the range day. A couple things. One, um, a bunch of us got hit with shrapnel. Um, that was not fun. And two, um, all of the food trucks were all at one end, where I think they might have been able to put one or two on one end and one or two on the other end to give people options small details the shrapnel was a real thing though uh shrapnel was a real thing they need to maybe fix that um but all that i think snobs on a phone call when he gets back in we'll have him jump in and say hello uh let's let's start with clover on this one um we, we're not gonna let's not go to highlights and all of that just overall from where you were before you got there to when you left, uh, I thought it was absolutely worth it, and I actually thought it was a pretty good weekend. What, what were your thoughts? Yeah, it was definitely a good weekend um, overall. Like if you were to rate it, going in, I figured it would be, and we're not talking about the necessarily even the after events. We're speaking to the, the event no, the, itself the, and the things around it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Going in, I figured it would be, yeah, you know, I'm gonna give like a rating of like I figured it would be maybe a three out of ten. 
honestly. I mean, I wasn't expecting a whole lot. Um, yeah. Early on, like you said, after getting up there, uh, there, was a time, that. <laughs> there was a time when I thought it was going to be a one out of a 10. I think fair. overall it ended up probably around the eight. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. It's one of those things where when you're so accustomed to going to the shot shows and in Rams and hell, even Wanamaker, these big venues and all these people, to me, it was actually refreshing to be able to just relax and not have the stress of having to see thousands of vendors and all that this is you know there was a hundred or so and it was very nice to relax and, and do good work have a lot of great conversations and all of that um let's bring snob in real quick from the creator side uh you went last year and you're one of the reasons snob that i went this year as you said for a creator it was actually pretty good last year because there wasn't a lot of people there uh compared to last year to this year uh obviously from what i've understand it was a big step up in their game from last year to this year. Uh, how would you compare the two, and how would you rate um, this year's show? Um, they don't compare. Last year, I was literally there probably four hours. Mm. Saw it all one day. It was all combined range and show all at one place, all outdoors. And it was it was good for me as far as from a creator standpoint, but there right. was no one there. I mean, it was not busy at all. And I went on a Saturday afternoon. Right. Not busy at all. This year was a lot better, a lot more well thought out. And from a creator standpoint, they took good care of us. I mean, as far as oh yeah, you know, having no, 100%. Drinks, snacks, all that stuff. Just having bottled water is a big deal. Like last yep. year, they didn't have any of that. You couldn't even buy bottled water that I could find at the show last year. So you mm -hmm. said to get lucky, and a vendor had to ha happen to have some and give you some. So, yeah, it was definitely a... Yeah, they had the VIP night. party on Friday night. Uh, they had the media mixer Saturday night. We'll go into a little bit about that. Um, but, yeah, they, they, they did. They took care of us. Um, they were very nice, very accommodating. If you needed anything, there were a ton of the TriggerCon staff available and, and walking around. If you needed anything, you could find someone very quickly. And they were, oh, yeah. if they could help you, they would help you 100%. Oh, yeah, and Dave, Dave walked up to me at Rain's Day on Sunday and was, you know, just asking kind of thoughts on it and what they need to improve and all that. Mm -hmm. and, you know, just, I mean, how many times do you go to a shot show or in-ram and the media person comes up and asks you what you thought of it and what they should improve for the next And week? And honestly, are, are, are probably going to take your suggestions and – try to do something yeah. about it not just you know blankly asking about it you no know, I, I thought it was as very well planned i should have gave a suggestion about the media mixer but i didn't we'll talk well he's gonna come on he, dave's coming on next week we'll we'll talk about that and uh we'll talk about that later on tonight as well um let's bring in john because john was there part-time as a creator especially for like range day but also there with the good owners of America and they had recorded a bunch of podcasts at night and then had their, they had a booth there as well. So you were, you were wearing multiple hats. You were busy. Um, from, I'm going to ask you two times. The first question is, is from a GOA's perspective, how do you think the show was from someone that uh, had a booth and had to go through all of that stuff. And then also on range day as a, as a creator uh, filming guns uh, and all of that, how did it go for you as well? From a vendor aspect, I think Dave was 
and, and Rainier and Trey. I, I, I want to applaud Dave because he apologized to us. Yeah. It was um, very okay-ish for where we were at. Now, from the show floor, I looked a little different. We were up top, away from everybody, yep. uh, right next to the NRA. Um, you guys had a lot more traffic than NRA did. I'll just say that much. You were yeah. right in front of the entrance, too. Like, yeah. right, right in front of the entrance. That does help, too, probably. So I would have. Maybe liked, it doesn't. I don't know. From us, um, I would have liked to be on the show floor because once right, the people walked right by us, they were down there talking to people. They we weren't coming back up until they left. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have liked a bit, but Dave did make it up to us uh, because we were supposed to be on the show floor. He did make it up to us. He put us on the big screen uh, to promote he our did. podcast. And I was very happy about that. So from that standpoint, I mean, <clears throat> you go to SHOT Show or or any of the other shows, um, they don't really take care of vendors. This Rainier did a great job of taking care of us vendors. There was food. There was water. We had a little break area that we could go into. I was very happy about that. I just wish we were down below, and that has nothing to do with them. So, well, it does, but it does. there was a, there was a mix up. And, and next year, you know that you'll get taken yeah. care of. Yeah, year. Dave said he'd take care of us next year, so I'm not um, even can't be mad about it but from uh from an entry from the beginning friday was slow so there wasn't much it was scary uh, slow it was scary slow friday but saturday was good um in the morning i walked the show floor most of the morning uh talking to companies and then i switched with kaylee in the afternoon and kaylee walked the show floor uh so maybe i didn't see as many people in the morning because i was downstairs most of the morning but uh it was from a vendor perspective, I would say it was very well attended and good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Clover's biggest highlight of the week is he, he left with 17 cases of black rifle coffee. So four, uh, four, if, if my you're wife was some, super happy about, but four. And if you're looking for some, oh. you might find some on eBay in the next couple of days. Oh, I would just figure there was a bunch of Amazon reviews on Black Rifle. Uh, there, I didn't think about that. I got to go look. Be. Is White <laughs> Rifle Coffee on Amazon? I, I have no idea. No, They're everywhere God. else. They might as well be on Amazon at this point. They're in Walmart because my when I sent the picture, like the first case I got, my wife sent me a picture mm. back. Apparently, she had went to town. And Walmart ad was just carrying it like for like three ninety eight or some crap a can, and I'm like, holy crap! So and you got um, four cases of them. Four cases, yeah. She was happy about it, but it'll all be gone in a week or two. She'll oh, drink yeah, every bit of it. Real but quick, you had a bigger truck trunk. You'd had a pallet of it. Oh, I would have gotten more. I w I really should have gotten more because I could have. Even if I didn't, because four was about the max limit as far as me feeling comfortable and getting a case, a whole case, right? But I could have got Chase to grab one or Ghost or you or anybody to just start grabbing yeah. them, especially at the show where I could take it out and just put it in the car. Well, I'm you had TJ grab there. one for you. Um, yeah, cause, so I could have got yeah. mul many multiple cases for sure. But I was being good, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Uh, real quick question out there from Marcus. He says, please tell us what was the absolute coolest trigger you guys played with. Uh, let's start with Snob on this one. What was the best trigger that you that you played with this weekend? Um, the, of course, the Timony AR trigger is the best trigger. I have one. It's literally the best trigger there. I played with it again at the show just because it's so good. And all the other ones are fine, but the Timony is definitely the winner. Yeah. Um, 
Clover. Uh, we're talking Close about triggers. just yeah, if we're we're talking about just a trigger. I didn't talk to or touch anything having to do with just a trigger. Oh, okay. No, not okay. a single solitary okay. thing. Not my bag of bag okay. of whatever. No, I get I get it. I get it. Um, by the way, for those out there, see the triggers. Um, talk to my buddies over at Hyperfire, and, and they didn't have anything new to the market um, this time, but there's some stuff that they've been trying to get done for the last couple of years that's going to be turning out in and uh, in shot. So be able to come look out for Hyperfire, some cool stuff. Obviously, we'll we'll talk to them and, and do some stuff with them and it shot. But um, John, any any triggers that you remember seeing or playing with um, that caught your eye? I I play with the hyperfires, but that's about it. I didn't see anything else that caught my eye really. Yeah, um, yeah. Timmy's good. Uh, the hyperfire are great. They're my favorite triggers. But uh, I, I did look at the the trigger tech stuff, and the trigger tech I, I had never really um, had any experience with them and all of that. Um, pretty cool little trigger systems. So trigger tech was was the one that. Seems in my mind because I had messed with Timney and, and Hyperfire and all of that, but um, yeah, the trigger tech was bad. Go ahead. I'll tell you who else had a good trigger that felt really good, and I didn't even know they were making a trigger. It's Stern Defense. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Stern. That's right. I forgot about that. The springs to get a different way in their cassette trigger. So yeah, uh, Stern Stern had a lot of really cool uh, products there. I was I was. Um, Really, really happy to, to kind of get to know those guys a little bit better because yeah, they had some they've got some cool products going from Stern for sure. Um, but yeah, the triggers. There's only a few trigger companies there. Uh, there's like a, maybe a hundred vendors all together. So there's only a few trigger companies. Hyperfire, the ones that I saw. Hyperfire, I guess there were four now because Stern, uh, Hyperfire, Timney, Trigger Tech, and Stern are the only ones. I might have missed one here or there. There might have been more, but those are the ones that I saw. And the only one that I had, had, had really kind of looked at that I was, let's go try this out, was a Trigger Tech. Now, TJ's out there. He was there as well. He said Trigger Tech was his favorite. Uh, I think he's actually going to be doing some work with them, probably, I would imagine. <clears throat> All that. Um, it's been talk about food. So let's talk food because we had some, some fun time. So. <laughs> Um, you know, Thursday night is when I got there Thursday afternoon and I had an appointment with John and Kaylee to report, record a podcast when they're sweet, uh, for gun owners with, with the, uh, state of the second podcast. And first of all, John, uh, thank you. And tell Kaylee, I really had a great time. It was a great conversation. I can't wait for that episode to come out. Um, I really enjoyed it, but, um, afterwards, uh, John and Kaylee were very uh, nice enough to invite. I don't know. We probably had about what twenty. Yeah, or we so have creators. 20, twenty people there, creators and and industry people all together yeah, hanging we, out. We had a big table. We had we had the biggest table there. They probably put three or four or five tables together. To be honest with you, um, oh my god, I got to read this crap. Okay. Uh, shout out to G23, $20 super chat. And he knows that I'll, I'll, if he super chat, I'll read it. I'll, I'll Ron Burgundy it. And he says 40 Smith and Wesson is king and nine millimeter is overrated. And if you believe that I've got some, uh, oceanfront property in Arizona for you, but no, thank you very much. G23. I really appreciate it. Where G webs lives. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, when I say oceanfront, it might be like a kiddie pool, but we're going to go with oceanfront. You can sprinkle some a, table salt in it. It'll be salt water. So. But it has a, it has a water feature for sure. It has a water feature for sure. Could be a bidet. Uh, some people call some people call some people call it a jacuzzi. The, the, the <laughs> kiddie pool's a jacuzzi for some people. <laughs> right. I guarantee the dogs in the middle of summer, his dogs use that kiddie pool as an absolute like cool down station. So. Assuming he actually puts water in, he probably does. But uh, no, uh, thanks C twenty three. No, but we went to. I'm not sure what it was called. I, I called it Thin Lizzy because I, I can't remember. I think it was called Tin Lizard or something like that. Yeah, the Tin Lizard. Um, <laughs> there at the uh, Kansas Star Casino. Um, and like I said, there's about twenty of us there. Obviously, John and and Kayla were there for the GOA hosting the event, and uh, we had a couple people from EAA, some a couple um, from Forge that were there. Um, a couple others, but the, the vast majority of the people that were there were creators, and we had them from, you know, uh, all over the country, and a lot of people that I didn't know, I had never heard of. So, uh, leading up to DrewCon, seeing some of the people they were advertising as the creators that were going to be there, I didn't know a lot of them, uh, a lot of them. So, it was kind of cool to meet some new people. I still don't know a lot people. of them. Is that sad? This is true. But yeah, they kind of sad. they kind of kept a lot of them kind of kept to themselves. They're not. And in, in a way, we did too. Um, we were very socially uh, active. Um, this is true. But we all hung around the same 10, 15 people that we usually hang out with, you know, uh, which is fine. But that, but that creator dinner hosted by the GOA was nice. Uh, I, I had me a, a, a cheesesteak, good cheesesteak. Uh, there was all sorts of, it was just bar, bar food, you know, bar and grill type food. It was really good though. So I want to say thanks to John and to Kaylee and the Gunners of America for, uh, hosting that dinner for sure. Yeah. We appreciate you guys coming out to dinner with us. I mean, it was you guys, you know, the normal motley crew, but then mm -hmm. we had, you know, tactical considerations were there. Dan, the gun guy, smash time, uh, fit and fire, Mark was there. Yeah. yeah, Radical Firearms was there. It was a good time. Right, right. Radical was there for sure. And, and that was a really cool thing because we were having a conversation. We were having like seven different conversations at once through all of the table. But I was I was talking with either Snob or Clover or Paul or someone. And all of a sudden, I hear someone says, yeah, man, we've gone through like 100,000 rifles this year already. And I kind of said, I looked over and I was like, did I just hear you correctly? He goes, yeah, we've gone through 100,000 rifles this year. And it was Radical uh, Defense. Uh, and Radical, those guys are really cool. John, those guys are awesome people. Really enjoy getting to know them. They have some incredible products you'll be seeing this week in our in our interview with them. Uh, but really got to a, a nice knowing them. And, and uh, I had heard of Radical before, but I didn't ever, had never met them and never really spent some time with them. Really, really cool people for sure. Yep. Yeah, and that's why I, why I really liked doing that because we got to get everybody together, and there were some people that everybody didn't know, and it was good just to talk, yeah, and have a conversation yeah. with everybody. Yeah, and the way it works it was, out is pretty much all of us kind of set by different people than what we would have normally set with. Absolutely, yeah. True. I just the only thing different I think that next time maybe we don't disperse because we kind of we kind of scattered once that was done 
what I would like yeah. to have done, knowing what we did with hanging around the bar area at those tables and stuff and kind of hanging out there in the casino. I wish there was a little more of the hanging out in the uh, casino rather than hanging out in the restaurant. That way we weren't confined to our little area of the table type thing and could have moved yeah. around a little more. I mean, maybe had a chance to meet some other people or talk. Have have more of an extended conversation, I say. Well, we went out. We went out out front. It was nice at night, so we outside. We went outside, and a few a bunch of us went out there and 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 talked. But yeah, I mean, there were people that we knew, you know. But we could have smoked indoors, right? We could have smoked indoors, and and that's what we ended up doing eventually. But um, yeah, yeah. But you know, you're right. There 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 were a few. There were a few of the creators that I had never heard of that I would have liked to maybe make a, that was my fault to make a better effort to introduce myself. Yeah. I think there was a guy and I don't, I don't know his name and I I feel bad, but there was a guy apparently was sitting like a one seat down from me. Like, and I, I didn't know. I I didn't know him. Obviously never heard of him. Didn't know, you know, anything about him. And then like Saturday, afternoon or something like that so that dinner was thursday night so saturday afternoon we were kind of talking with people and i was sitting back there with mills and and um, back at the media lounge for a second we were both eating a sandwich a sandwich and there was a guy and i was like hey nice to meet you he's yeah we were at dinner together thursday night and i was like oh yeah he's yeah i was sitting right next to you or one chair down and i don't know i, mean, I, I don't I don't think I was an ass, but maybe I ignored him, and he he did not seem like he was a big fan of mine after Thursday night because I didn't maybe give him as much time as he would have liked. I don't know. Maybe he didn't uh, mention before. Well, I told him if I, if I if I was an ass, and that means that I was just being myself. So that's a good thing, you know. I don't, but no, but I, I didn't know him. Like I said, that's my fault. I I, I might have tried to make. I should have made a, a bigger effort to maybe. Uh, go meet some of the people that I had no idea who they were. Um, yeah. But that's that we can do that next year for sure. Um, Thursday night recorded with GOA with John and Kaylee. Like I said, great podcast. Um, can't wait for that to come out. And then after the dinner Thursday night, a bunch of us, like I said, we just kind of hung out, stayed in the casino um, and, and talked and, and hung out and, you know, we're friends just hanging out. And then Friday, Friday was the big night for, for some of us that uh, after this show, Friday night, we went to, it started out hilariously. It started, okay. It started out as a joke that Chase and I were going to try to find a French restaurant and so that we could get Clover there to have to read the menu at a French restaurant. And it was just a fun joke and all that. Uh, and then we found out that there was a, um, a French I, restaurant in Wichita that was rated, rated. Four, yeah, yeah four point nine stars out of five stars with over a thousand reviews, and I was like, "This actually sounds pretty good." So I pulled the menu up on the line, and I was like, "This is awesome." They had, I mean, everything that you would expect from a French restaurant. But I was like, "This actually sounds." But they had steaks and different things for a little bit for everybody, and it was a little pricey. But um, I was like, "Well, let's let's see if anyone wants to do this." So. We ended up going there. We had nine of us, I think. Do we have nine? I think it was I nine, nine of us. I think so, yeah. And we obviously, we wanted John, but John was recording podcasts that night, so he couldn't make it. But there was nine of us at this French restaurant, and so we got appetizers. Everyone ordered their own dinners, and I got like the filet and, and with a hollandaise sauce, which I really 
love a hollandaise sauce, but if you guys are... It's a holiday sauce. Holiday sauce, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, holiday sauce with your creeps, yes. Um, but I was looking forward to holiday hollandaise sauce because hollandaise is one of those that you can mess up. It's either really good or really bad. And you can kind of judge the chef's uh, skill level it, it, with their hollandaise sauce. Anyways, uh, but we ordered appetizers, and we ordered some poutine, which is basically French fries with some cheese curd and a little it, – it, it's a really, really, really good – I should, should I call them French fries or are they just fries at a French restaurant? I'm not sure how to play that game, you know. True. I think it's um, just fries, but yeah. There you just fries. It's kind of redundant to call them French yeah, fries. Gravy, a little bit of meat, beef, a little bit of little gravy bit of in meat, there. A little yeah. beef and gravy in there. It was really, really good. And we got yeah. some fried calamari, which is uh, uh, fried squid. And then we got the escargot, which is snails. And um, I'm not going to lie. The escargot was absolutely incredible. Um, it was basically simple. It was you know inside like a little mushroom cap, but it had like butter, garlic. This <laughs> the sauce was great. The bread was um, amazing, and it goes with it too. The the French bread were just bread. I was was anybody else disappointed? It was a French restaurant. French are known for bread. And yeah. was anybody else disappointed that there wasn't more bread than what, like, other than that one appetizer, I don't think there was a single piece of bread no, on the whole table. There, there wasn't. I, I think that there probably was if we would have asked, but I, I just assumed that we would have had bread without even having to ask. Yeah. But so right. well, At least with our meals came with bread, but no, I didn't even think yeah. about it, but that's true. Yeah. Like, the French are known for bread. That's one of the things they're known <laughs> yep. for. So it didn't make any sense. To let, I didn't think about it until after the fact, but yeah yeah so yeah we had some great hors d'oeuvres people had some people had the crepes uh i had the filet and it was amazing um maybe a little undercooked maybe towards more like between rare and medium rare but here's the thing out for me i would much rather it be under medium rare than over medium rare so i was okay with it so uh snob what did you end up getting that night I had the ribeye, and if I went back, I would order it medium instead of medium rare because it yep, would have been medium sure. rare. Yeah, it was excellent. It was the excellent. Potatoes with it were good. The mushrooms with it were. Oh amazing. man, those potatoes were great. Yeah, the potatoes were great. Now Clover wasn't real happy and didn't wasn't too excited with the potatoes, but see, he was eating them wrong. So no, you know. bull, that's bull. <laughs> eating them wrong. I'll how you eat forget. something? I'll so first forget. of all, how you eat something has no bearing on what kind of <laughs> spices and flavoring there is. But second of all, if there's a right way or a wrong way for you to eat stuff, somebody should tell you that. It should be on the menu or somebody should tell you that up front. It like, was. Hey, it was. You, you just didn't understand the menu. Chase read that menu, menu to me. There's no excuse. <laughs> Chase did. They Chase did translate the menu. So they weren't bad. I'm not saying they were bad or they were gross. No, the S-car grows gross, yeah. but I already knew that. Yes, I'm complaining because they had really they had they needed salt bad. Now, thankfully, I had capers, I had rat turds on all my you stuff. You did have capers, you did, uh, or rabbit turds actually is what it is. But anyway, so I was able to sneak some capers over with the potatoes every now and then, and that helped to the like salt. You know what I mean? You know, and so that that helped. And maybe you're supposed to do that. I don't know. And if you swirled it around and the potatoes around in the butter sauce a little bit too, it it, it helped as well. But it yeah, it was okay. What did you have, Clover, for your entree? Uh, a grilled chicken and like a butter sauce, a lemon butter sauce type stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was good. I, I was really impressed. I thought it was really excellent food, uh, especially for going to a French restaurant in Wichita. Let's be honest. I was not. Um, and when we pulled up, the I neighborhood it was in was. For sure. That's the well. That's that's setting the bar awfully low, isn't it? I know, I know, but you yeah. got to bring it up. Snobs in here, so, so we have to bring yeah. it up. When we pulled up to the restaurant, um, my initial thought was, neighborhood's kind of sketchy for an upscale restaurant. You know, we're talking fifty, sixty dollar steak, so it's an upscale restaurant. Uh, the 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 neighborhood was iffy. And it was in a strip shopping center, but they took like the whole, like three or four, you know, businesses of it, you know, but it's still, I was like, hmm, this is interesting. And then we tried to park. Yeah. And then I realized this actually might be pretty good because there was, we ended up parking like down the road behind some like store in the alley. Um, so maybe start thinking, well, maybe it might be pretty good because there was literally a block away. And like there was really very nice cars in the parking lot too. So you know, very nice cars. So yeah, uh, and, and for me, like I said, going into it, a, a French restaurant in Wichita, you're kind of skeptical. Uh, I I would give it a, a, at least an eight and a half um, approval. If you're ever in Wichita and you're looking for some great fine cuisine, um, go check out. I think it was called George's French Bistro. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. Really, really, I'd go back again for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure, well, you know, it had that 4.9 out of 5 rating. I'm the point oh, one guy because it was okay, yeah, but, but you're like, not ha you're not happy unless you're going to like Cracker Barrel, though. You know, well, this is probably true, but he's more of a McDonald's kind of guy, like the Thursday night at the at the thin at the thin Lizzie's. Um, yeah, was, was the best of the weekend. But and we'll and get to Saturday. What did you, Saturday, what did you have, what did you have there? Was the I had the bacon double cheeseburger. It is, but I, I don't. I don't remember. I, I remember we were walking up, and I couldn't remember the name of the band. But all of a sudden, I started thinking of Thin Lizzy, and someone said Thin Lizzy, yeah. and so that's what I called it the rest. I think it's called Tin Lizard or something like that. Lizards, yeah. But I had to. I had the bacon yeah. double cheeseburger with fries. Is what I had there. Oh, and I, okay. we'll get to Saturday night. But I will yes. say this: <laughs> the band. The French, the French restaurant was off the charts compared to the Swill Saturday night. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, um, I gave you my cheeseburger. Be nice. You did, and I appreciate so, that. Otherwise, see, I, they didn't even, I didn't even. I didn't. They didn't have a burger when I went through. Uh, so let's get to Saturday. Uh, so Saturday, the, the, we had the, uh, the the event was Friday, and then Saturday as well. The show. Um, unfortunately for Sam at Global Ordnance, um, Kat had talked to oh, us beautiful. on Friday and said, hey, tomorrow is Sam's birthday. Um, can you guys take care of cake and gag gift? And that's all she had to say. Uh, I think she might have gone to us, Clover, because she knew um, we work in demented well, ways. That's the thing. She didn't really go to us. She just mentioned to me. Because you know how Cat is, she's like looking for an excuse yeah. not to deal with the public. So we true. were kind of sitting down, just talking about stuff, and she was said it's Sam's birthday. And she's like, "Yeah, what I'd really like to do, try to keep this as family friendly the way that I like to roll as I can." But she's like, "Yeah, I'd really like to get Sam a cake with a uh, uh, phallic symbol, let's just say, on it." And there you go, go. and yes. rainbows. 
and but she's and... like but i'm so busy and i got so much to do you know with the booth and i'm like hey chick we got this we got say it. no we more did. like and we, we handled got it. this and so uh yeah it, the shenanigans ensued from there the trip to walmart was epic the, the trip sure. to walmart we need to find the video surveillance of our trip to walmart oh my god we so, had some people walmart employees freaked out about so, some of the stuff we bought at walmart so for those that do are not aware and i was telling this story to jeff earlier but um for those that are not aware uh and i've known for a while because all the walmarts here in my area i think i think carry it uh in the walmart section that has the you know condoms and lubricants and the things like that the adult novelty there are even more adult novelties that take batteries and so forth and so on yeah but, i was not aware of some of the stuff they uh, actually did sell that. at walmart yeah, yeah i was not yeah. aware that some of the stuff was actually sold at walmart and it's it's crazy jeff earlier he said you know at what at what age do you realize i guess you're a prude and he's like apparently my age now because i had no idea that walmart sold things like that nowadays because once upon a time, they absolutely would not sell something like that in a Walmart, right? Like front and center, like any no three-year-old to walk by and ask mommy what that is or whatever. Like, come on. But yeah, yeah, we 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 got the cake and we decorated the cake uh, in a in a we decorated very professional the cake. way. Yeah, we so we'll, we'll paint a middle picture here because <laughs> people out there, we know we know that the people watching and listening to this, we know their minds pretty much stay in the and, they, and they know our minds also so we could so. definitely paint a word picture but so imagine a cake and the cake was pretty banging because it was a it was a bunch of cupcakes lined up it's with like, frosting yeah. all in between them and all across the top that made it it was a cupcake it was a cake made out of cupcakes which was pretty cool and we'll, we'll anyway, just say that on the cake was we, a chocolate e uh, a chocolate eclair chocolate and a couple eclair. chocolate donut holes yeah chocolate know what we can do with those and a couple um, of chocolate donut holes go figure um, yeah 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 and then we added some different yeah. things tj added his little touch to it if you will Oh, TJ um, with the pearls, and you can imagine what you would the, do with pearls on a phallic cake, right? pearls on a phallic cake, so mm -hmm. you can imagine. Uh, and remember, this is going to be presented to Sam in front of the entire show, and we made sure that everyone in the entire show was there Saturday afternoon. We actually put his pictures up on the billboard, and we had and Cat had him singing "Happy Birthday." The whole show came by Global Ordinance Saturday afternoon, mm -hmm. and then we got to the gift bag. And that's when my demented mind uh, had fun. Um, Clover found some uh, handcuffs. We made pink handcuffs, uh, some unicorn socks. We're talking the easy stuff first. Um, got a little, little, little happy birthday tiara. And then we found the adult section of the pharmacy in Walmart. Uh, and let's just say we had a good time. By the time we got to the, the, the cash register, we had people questioning a lot of things about us for sure. Well, let's just say one of the things in that bag was called the back door pack. The back door pack, correct. And it wasn't and it, it wasn't and it wasn't deadbolt locks. Just saying. No. We might have found some jelly that turned up the heat a little bit. <laughs> turned um, up the heat. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, we, we had a good time. So Saturday, the show's going on at 4.30, about half an hour before the show ended. 
uh, we had put the cake back in. They they they, they gave us room in this uh, refrigerator that like the staff was using, so that no one would come in there and, and eat it. I don't think anyone was going to eat that cake. When well, said, Ooh, you know, and we tried and we tried to get the right numbers for the candles, but unfortunately, all the Walmart oh, had that's was right. A, all Walmart had was a six and a nine. So what are you going to do? We, we had we had to make it work. You know, we had to make it work. So you know. I know he turned 31, but we just weren't able to make that happen, you know. Um, yeah, they, they came over the loudspeakers saying the whole the whole show. Like, uh, so, John, I don't know, like, Snob, Clover, like, on Saturday afternoon, it was pretty busy. Like, including vendors and media and the public and all that. Any guesstimate of how many people were there at, at, at its busiest point? I'm going to say, like, six, 700 Without yeah, vendors, was, not counting, not counting vendors and media, general public about six, seven hundred. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was, yeah, I was gonna say uh, probably about twelve hundred, but that was including vendors and media. Um, so yeah, or a thousand, around a thousand maybe. But yeah, I, I, there was a, there was for a small show, it was, it was a good turnout. So let's just assume there's a thousand people with media and vendors and everyone and staff and everything else. Well, it had thinned um, out a little by that time though, too. Yeah, um, but the whole show time. saying happy birthday to Sam, and then a, a bunch of the different vendors. And there were some people in the public that came by. But a lot of the creators and a lot of the vendors, you know, know Sam. So there's a bunch of people over at the. Um, yeah, it was a little uncomfortable the with the little kids coming up wanting a cupcake, but yeah, and the little kids wondering know what the jelly was and stuff. But it, it was all in fun and games. It was as tasteful think, as we could make. But Sam, you know, I was standing there when and Sam, uh, Sam took it like a champ. I mean, it was his reaction was great. He, he, put, we, he put the he tr did. on. We did I mean, not know. Yeah, we didn't really know how he was going to react. Um. But I mean, it was he leaned into it. It was great. It made for even even a better time that he leaned into it. And yeah, yeah. And when the little kids come over there, that's one thing I was impressed with because the little kids come over there wanted a cupcake, and I'm like, oh my god! And Sam handled it so great, you know. He I did. Mean, he was, was he was, it was great. Amazing how he handled it, you know. It was fun. He he got a little bright red face at first, and then he like you said, he he jumped right in and and, and took it like a champ. Uh, no pun intended. Um, so the show happened Saturday, the, the second day of the show, the final day of the actual show part portion of it. And then Saturday night happens. Um, and we could spend a whole week of podcasts, uh, on just Saturday night alone. <laughs> um, there was a media mixer that was put on by TriggerCon and invited a bunch of the media content creators and all that. And then the general public come in, and the whole idea was to just get people together to talk, right? In this fun environment, it was at this kind of a bar that had 10 tables, um, roughly 10 tables, um, and a stage and all of that. So you get there, and quickly you realize there is no way in hell there's enough room for as many people that are going to be there. And the band's playing, and you're not thinking about the band at this point. You got your tickets, you're trying to get a drink, and then the food starts serving. So we got a drink, and then we go to the food. Walking through the food line, and they're saying, now oh, we got burgers and wings and ribs and all that. Everything there, 
I think I got three wings, which to me were basically frozen drumsticks that had been air fried way too long. Uh, it was bad. Uh, it was bad. Now, I know some people were lucky enough to get a cheeseburger. I think Gary even got a little thing of ribs. I, I basically got three drumsticks, and I ate one of them, and I said, I'll get something later. Um, clove, snob, ginger. Let's not go into the entertainment yet. Let's talk food at this thing. Um, anything on the food? Let's just say I stopped at the... Uh, deli in the casino after we got done hanging out because there was mm -hmm. I had two sliders and four wings because it, and there was a lack of plates as well so that was fun I got a plate but I had three little little tiny wings which were drumsticks by the way um, bad snob you actually did I hear you got a burger well see I got there we got there a little bit late and right as yep. I got up in line. There was no food left, but they're like, they came by and like, hey, hang tight right here. We're fixing to refill everything. So I stood there for like 15 minutes in line with everybody behind us just standing there because there's literally nothing. And they came up and refilled everything. So we was able to get whatever we wanted, but it was still. Must be nice. The shrimp, good, the shrimp was the best part, the cocktail shrimp. I'm gonna I didn't know. Oh, see, yeah, see, here's the thing. I saw the shrimp. I had, an, I had a chance to get the shrimp. Here's the thing. I love shrimp. I'm at a bar, and they have a big old just container of raw cocktail shrimp sitting out there in the open. There ain't no way in hell I'm touching that stuff. They were uh, chilled and they're cooked. They were the best part. I was not going to take uh, that's sad when, like, the cocktail shrimp was the best part of the meal. Uh, now the slider Didn't wasn't you, bad to me. No, the slider I, wasn't bad. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. know. I no, wouldn't agree. know. Yeah. They no one liked me enough. No one time. liked me enough behind me to say, "Hey, right. Ghost didn't get anything to eat. Maybe she would like a slider." You should have asked. asked. Maybe I asked. Was specifically said, "If they bring any more burgers out, steal me one." Yep. I'm not very smart. Um, so we 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 had to stand up because at this point it's it. Like the fire marshal, I'm glad wasn't there because he would have closed the place down. There were a lot of people there. I'll give them that, but there was only ten tables the entire place. To be uh, fair, so, once we get to the entertainment, to be you, fair. You, you can tell you can. We would have been safe. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll get to that point. Um, so we're standing, standing in there eating, and um, finally this table opens up. We come and sit down. And it's supposed to be this mixer, right? It's supposed to be a medium mixer where you get to sit down and talk with people. Um, the, By the way, band, yes, yes, sir. Before yes. we before we jump completely off the food, so everybody got two tickets. I'm assuming for drinks at the bar for alcohol. For drinks, correct. I had to burn my tickets for Dr Pepper for Coke and water. She took my tickets. Correct, that is true. Freaking water, it cost me a ticket. Like, what's up with this that? Is true. Anyway, you it, can. This is true. At least you got two tickets. I got a ticket. And and talking to Dave, it sounded like the media mixer was supposedly just for media, and they didn't tell anybody because all the vendors showed up too. Uh, uh, well, there was a lot of people there. Um, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of vendors there. You're right. Well, they need um, to put a little more control over it and say, "Get out of here! This is for media only." This maybe. is true. This is true. They had, your event they, had they, they had they had two guys at the door. They could have very easily said, "Sorry, guys." Yeah. 
Yeah, but now they're probably not going to say they're not going to say no to the vendors that spend a lot of money to be there either. So I was going to say, from their perspective, if if I was in their shoes and vendors showed up, I would have done the same thing they yeah. did. Come on in. Well, well you just need to prepare for everyone it. too. Just prepare for it next time. Like, just yeah. don't even bill it as that. Just bill it as a and as an a mixer. Event. Yeah, just a mixer. A mixer. And, you know, yeah. Have it at a bigger place. Right. Prepare for prepare for drinks. Have some type of free drink, right? That's not going to cost people money. Because, like, had I wanted another Coke or another water, I would have had to pay for it. Let's listen. Listen to him. Listen to the whiny bitch talk. No, no, you're right. You're right. Didn't take a ticket. Really? Uh, I I got two sodas, and they took tickets from both of them. I gave TJ both my tickets because I figured he needed them worse than I did. Need is a relative word. Um, Need is a relative word. Um, so we finally were able to start talking and, and hanging out. Um, and then you realize there's music. And oh, is that what you call it? I, I'm, I'm being. I'm, I'm very. I'm being very loose with gracious. the word music. You being very. Um, I would say it's more. I, the word I would use is not music. I would. Lean more to call it squawking than anything else. Squawking, a mixture of squawking and cats in heat, maybe. I thought it was karaoke um, night at first. If it was karaoke night, it would have been much better. I could have handled that because I'd have been. I'd because have been we could have had fun. Yeah, we could have had. We could have had fun I mean? with that. Like, hey, we realize it's this, but she's trying. I you know? get it. <laughs> um, quite. I'm a big music person and i love live music i will give anyone live a chance because i love live music this was hands down i've been to a lot of a lot of music things the worst i've ever heard um on top of having a terrible voice that was like screaming like bleh, just just like nails on a chalkboard they had her now remember this place is the size of us it's a small bar and so they had her levels up and she it was loud and it was bad and she's reading she doesn't even know any of the songs they sing she's literally got her phone in front of her she's reading the lyrics on every song so it was just a disaster um you're trying to have a conversation and then from the outside looking in if someone walked past that and saw the conversations inside everyone was like looks like they're yelling at each other we were yelling at each other because we that's when we could hear each other it was really really bad so what ended up happening is at least half of the crowd left, went outside, whether they smoked or not, the conversation went outside to the parking lot, and that's when we had a good time. What were we going to say, Sob? I was just going to tell you, all right, so she sang Sex and Candy. You know, she did sing, and, 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 and here's how it went. I love Sex and Candy. Yeah, she didn't know the songs. Yeah, it was the the whole timing, everything was off. Plus, it sounded about like me singing. It, it, that right there was actually better than better what was. It, Give yourself it, it, it was. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, I would say my my suggestion to Dave next week is going to be either find a legitimate band and not like someone's sister that says, hey, I can find three guys that play some instruments and we'll call it a band for the night and get paid for it. Find an actual band Just or... an acoustic the, setup, right? Just a single dude. An acoustic guitar, setup. Guitar, yeah. Done. 
or just do a karaoke stage and let people because there's a lot of drinking going on there would have been people that would have gotten up on the stage and it could have been a really fun, fun. atmosphere yeah, to have karaoke well grips yeah. could have got up there right like exactly whatever. that's what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. yeah um so yeah so then that's not even the best part of the night so <laughs> then we go back to the casino and we kind of owned this one section for the week in this section of like three or four tables and it was kind of right by the casino and right next to the bathroom is perfect situation uh that's kind of where we went every night and and it hung out and kind of owned that corner it was great um, tables bathrooms it was, it was dr pepper free dr pepper around the corner free dr like, pepper around the corner wow. um and travis tritt was in concert saturday night at the casino so we were looking forward to seeing the people watching after the concert was over of the mixture of ages and outfits, if you will, coming from the Travis Trick concert, and it did not disappoint. Um, somehow, some way, a Long Island iced tea Princess got in entered. Uh-oh. Um, a Long Island iced tea. What's up, Chase? Uh, entered the equation and started the night on a, a roller coaster that will not be forgotten for, for a long time to come. The reason why it was a big deal is the Long Island Ice Tea was put in front of Gizzard Gary. It took him a while. I, I think he was actually uh, drinking with a nipple. Took him a while, but he finished it. Immediately, another one comes by. Sat there for a while. Now, me being the conscious uh, friend of his, um, is that our tables? Is that what that is? What is that, Chase? Are those yep. our tables? That's the tables. So his, I'm going I'm to go ahead and, yeah, it is now. Uh, so I'm gonna, those were the, the, the corner that we basically owned for several nights. And I, that must have been Sunday night when all of us had left. That <laughs> Chase was lonely. I uh, went down to hang out, and no one was there. Um, but a second Long Island Ice Tea showed up in front of Gary, and he was not having it. Being the the conscious and, and supportive friend that I am, I um, I've got something oh, to oh, 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 never mind. You went ahead and yep, showed it. I'm I was going to make you wait till later to show it till you got through with the story. But go ahead. Okay. No, I'll uh, I'll take this off. Uh, remove. How about that? And so, being the friend that I don't let anything just sit there and go to waste, I decided I'll I'll, I'll drink this one. And, and, and most of you guys know I don't drink much anymore, hardly ever. A couple times a year, uh, but I had a drink, and then all of a sudden, um, someone shows up with a round of tequila shots at our table. And so, obviously, we're not going to let those go to waste. And that's when the wheels fell off uh, for the night. Sarge was having a good time. Um, I'm not sure the exact number. I know I know Gary had two or three shots of tequila, anywhere from 7 to 12 Long Island iced teas. Needless to say, Gizzard Gary was feeling the flow, and it was fantastic. Uh, he was dancing at one point. Our whole goal was to find someone 
some female to come over and have a good time and maybe rub on Gary a little bit, you know. Um, I met Winona Jr., a little, little Winona, um, not having it. During one of the shots, all of a sudden from a roulette table or a video roulette table, we start hearing, Gary, Gary, shot, shot, shot. We look over and there's like this group of like two girls and two guys. There are couples and all that. And so we started um, inter interacting with them. And I'm not sure who told them. Actually, I know exactly who told them. But the rumor was that it was Gary. Does Gary know this, by the way? Should we, should no, we, should we make no, this public? No, I think, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, I straight up told him. Okay. You told him? Okay. Did you tell him oh, yeah. on Sunday or on Saturday? I told him the, that night, but he may or may uh, not remember it. He, he don't remember that at all. Yeah, he ain't remember that. Should That's I bring what he's that after, up or, he's or after saying, it out there? He's out there saying he had three tequila shots, maybe, and three long and iced teas. Yeah, you don't remember what you had. I hate to tell you. Four you tequila don't. shots. I did two with him. He was stealing people's cigarettes and was willing to go buy a $15 pack of smokes at the at the casino. Uh, it was a Gary that we had never seen, but it was great. He was dancing. He was laughing, having a good time. His back didn't hurt him anymore. And there might have been there might have been a rumor that going along that he was uh, sick. And um, so, this is what our job was. He scored um, chicks. <laughs> Gary was Gary was pimping, pimping, and he noticed the guy behind him. He was um, the guy in the overalls in the back. He looked like he was having a good time. He liked the view from that point of uh, vantage point as well. I think. But yeah, uh, we had a good time. All right. So I will um, say. The girl in the picture on the left there, on you know, left looking at it, the smile on her what? face got really big whenever Gizzard took that one shot of tequila and looked. We'll just say that that Gary um, Gary had an interesting way to get the salt off the <laughs> the glass that made that particular female very excited. So. <laughs> We'll just say it looks something like Gene Simmons was going to do to a, a cup or something, you know? <laughs> Again. Uh, the best part about at, this is I am uh, away from you all getting the play-by-play -play text. Yes. That was not the best part, John. That was the saddest part, I have to tell you. That you were enjoying this through via text message because you could have been over. Well, you you guys came over uh, later, but yeah, uh, we came over. We were having a good talk with uh, Tom. Tom. The Miner problem was is we you know all three nights we ended up in the same seats and all that, so we were having a good time um, in these chairs, and we finally realized. I think it was Chase went to use the restroom and where our seat, our chairs were, our tables were um, 100%. You could hear everything we were saying. Oh, amplified um, even. Yeah. Amplified through the hallway of the bathroom. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, everyone could hear the conversations, which were fine. It's just, you know, how friends are when they, when they get together. Um, 
It was interesting to say the least. That explains um, a lot of the looks when people came out of the bathroom. Absolutely. We did have one person we thought disappeared for about half an hour. We we weren't sure what happened to her. Uh, she walked into the restroom and we didn't see her. And then half an hour later, she walked back in the same way. We're like, we never saw her come out. Um, all stripes. So, um, yeah, it was a fun time. But uh, seeing Gary in a different light, seeing Sarge in a different light was kind of fun. Um, yeah, it was a good time. We had a, It was a good time had by all. I want to say that the earliest that we went to bed all weekend was at least, what, two? But I'll say this. We didn't have to wake up at 5.30 or 6 like we do at Shot well, and Rain uh, because the, the, the hours of the show were like at 10 o'clock. So it was kind of nice. We could sleep in until about 8, 7.30 or 8. So so just so Gary, Gary got us in trouble, too. A lot of folks don't know this because Snob, Gary, all of them left, right? They leave. Y'all leave. And we're still sitting there, and John's there, and Chase is there. John may have even done left. I don't remember, but I think John was there. But we're sitting there, and we hadn't left yet. And the security comes over. You remember that? This and is all true. Of Gary, all of Gary, all of y'all's Long Island last tea crap and tequila shot. And she was The mad. whole table was full she started, of, of She starts like grabbing cups. cups off the table and throwing them in the trash. And we're like, what's this chick's problem? Because it, was, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. She said last call was an, over an hour ago. Like those ain't all like, first like, first I of all like <laughs> yeah, I said first of all, last call at a casino, like a bar closes at a casino. I've never heard of such a thing right and uh it says for, second of all, if last call was at twelve forty five and it's now two o'clock in the morning, like why did it take you an hour and fifteen minutes to come get those cups that have been empty for a while at this third point, of all you know? that wasn't ours, yeah. Third of all, it wasn't. They weren't our personal cups. They were our right. friends, but we were drinking Dr. Pepper uh, most of the night, yeah, uh, except for after TJ. The, after the tequila shot. After after the tequila shots, <laughs> and I had a Long Island. Um, I was drinking Dr. Pepper. Now TJ, on the other hand, now, TJ TJ did not have Dr. Pepper um, that night. TJ did not have anything all weekend that didn't have alcohol in it. Yeah, exactly. Ever. I I. It was it was interesting on Saturday morning, you know, woke up about seven thirty or so, took a shower, went out to the front porch, smoked a cigarette. Chase, uh, you know, Chase. Uh, TJ comes out, pop, pop. Yeah, I think he had. Two. I know he had two. He might have had three in in the half an hour. Hey, baby, uh, before we left for the show that morning. So, uh, and it, and it didn't stop. It didn't stop until two o'clock that night. Matter of fact, he might have had one or two when we got home. We didn't go to bed till about three because we every I night think, we got home, we did. stayed up for about an hour. I think he I had think at least one or two because more. I think what he said was he had he had like six or something, or four, and he's like, "I'm gonna have two. To, I'll have two tonight, and then I'll leave me two for yeah. in the morning or something." That's true. That's and a I'm true like, statement. Oh yeah, you know that kind of explains why all those security guards gave us a dirty look the one night because they could hear us talking in the bathroom about them. <laughs> Yeah, I I For was sure. not aware that 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 was the thing. So well, we weren't yeah. talking about them. We were wondering what was going on because they were like bringing the SWAT team into the main. Yeah, sure we That's true. They did. They escorted the some dude out, didn't they? Was it some guy yeah. they escorted out or something? I yeah. Think, no, he got he snuck out. Remember, like nine he's of them were waiting on him. Yeah. They oh, that's right. That's right. And then he like zips it right out the door. They're just like, oh, there he went. Oh well. Yeah, they, they were going to uh, detain him, let's say, and he slipped out the exit before they could detain him. So, 
It was fun. It was a fun time. It was a really good time. Uh, Chase, I want to bring you in real quick. Let's kind of get back to TriggerCon. Um, from a vendor's point of view, this was this was was this EAA's first and your first part of TriggerCon, correct? EAA had never been to TriggerCon before. Yeah, EAA had never been. I had never been. This is our was our first time. I've wanted to go to TriggerCon when it was in Washington when we're near Washington. Washington. Yeah, never yeah. got a chance to go. COVID ruined all that for everybody afterwards and their stupid laws. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't get a chance to go last year and they revived it. So this was our first trip, but I think overall it's a pretty cool event. Yeah. I, I, I was a fan. I, I enjoyed it. I liked the kind of the, the quaintness of it and all that. I yeah. really liked the range day. Um, it was one of the better range days I'd been to in a long time. One of the worst ranges. The better range day, like the steel was a absolute. The range, range was yeah, fine. Yeah, the range was the fine. steel was terrible. That was like, you know, shrapnel flying everywhere. Like literally. I literally asked one of the RSOs, I'm like, yeah. "Where'd you get this Wish.com steel that is literally yeah. pelting me every time we shoot something at it?" Yep. Yeah. And they moved everything back, as a matter of fact, and it's steel. <laughs> yes, they did. I was shooting steel, no kidding, at 100 yards, and stuff was coming back on me enough to bring blood. That's like that's not even right. Yeah, well, we had Stern next to us, which is fine. We got along great. Oh, yeah, they had that, that automatic time, four, that full auto 45, yeah. Every time that 45 would cut loose, we were like, we were both getting just drenched in it. But yep, first. it was not good. I mean, TJ, um, TJ got... I think that we need to, what we need to do is in Vegas, we need to present TJ with a purple heart. Um, from TriggerCon's range day. Um, he got a massive piece of shrapnel in his, as he calls it, side fat, and it bruised up, like, big. Oh, it uh, did. It was yeah. bad. Yeah, he got hit bad. Well, I got hit plumb back when we were, you remember, we were sitting back in the media tent, which is nowhere even close to the firing line. Remember, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, ow, what the crap? And it hit me in the hand and brought blood. Yeah, that far no, back. that's the thing. Yeah, it was a thing. I I think I and had. That's what's what's bad is that far back. How many people would take their iPro off because they're that far oh, back yeah. in the firing line? So it was it's yeah. super dangerous. Like it's bad. I, I counted that night. I counted four little nicks that I had had received. There's no telling how many things hit my clothing that you know that we'll never right. know. Yeah. Um. I'll say this, and I'm gonna bring you guys in. You guys can talk, Chris. I'm sorry, bro. I know you're probably bored off your ass, um, but jump in if you have any questions about Trigcon for sure. Um, but I will say that one of the coolest things happened to me at Range Day, um, and it was not intended whatsoever. So um, Clover and I were sitting down at the media tent, which is at the very end of the range, uh, and it was like when I say a media tent, it was like a table with four chairs oh it's literally a it was a table with four chairs and a pop-up canopy yeah yeah pop-up canopy yeah um and now marcus says hey ghost i saw the video of you with the 45 acp it seemed short was there a malfunction or did the gun just shoot really fast the gun shot really fast and they only gave you about five rounds so this and it's gone so um Anyways, but yeah, so we're, we're, we're he and I are sitting down, you know, getting off our feet for a second, taking a few minute break, smoking and all that. And right next to us was the Barrett booth and the Barrett booth, hands down by far, 
had the biggest line I at Rain's that line. Bay. It's on my video I dropped earlier. There, line there you go. You check it out. Yeah. So, and, and all the whole line was basically the general public. I didn't see any creators over there um, and all that. So, the, there was the a massive was line, long. general public. Yeah, the line was too long. Yeah, the creators were not going to wait an hour to go shoot one shot, you know, from a rifle. Um, anyway, so it's a long line, and this guy had just shot his his one shot with the fifty, and he's walking out, and they gave him, you know, they gave him the brass, and so I mean, he was kind of looking at it. It's kind of cool. And he had this the biggest smile on his face, and he walks over to his buddy at another booth, and he's showing him the the brass, and like just getting all giddy and, and smiling. And I look over at Clover, and I said, I said, you know, it's it's stuff like that 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 makes this all worth it. You know, we're very lucky. Everyone in this room here is very very lucky to do what we do, and we go to these cool range days, and they're closed range days, like the public can't even get in and stuff, and we get to shoot all of these cool things all the time that are just amazing and and, and all of that, and I think we take for granted uh, sometimes, and, and, and you know that guy right there that shot this, that might have. That might be the only range day that he ever goes to in his life. That might be the only time in his life he's going to shoot a Barrett 50 cal, which is an experience. You know, uh, all of these things happen and, and you sit back and just kind of take it all in. It's like, you know, we're very, very lucky with what, with what we do. But it was refreshing to see. It's what it, I told us, that's what it's all about. That guy is going to remember this day forever. He got to go shoot a bear. They gave him the brass. I mean, he was just happy. It was like America. It was like, oh, this was a beautiful sight. And you see that when you start taking a step back and you're walking down the whole line and going down to the different booths and there's people just smiling and there's people that will probably never get to shoot a full auto in their lives ever again. And they're getting to shoot a couple full autos out there. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was the kids that were there. Absolutely. And it just made you think, and you're just like, wow, like this is a really beautiful thing that we're, we're here. And I think sometimes not us, but I mean, in general, I think a lot of people in the industry and in the media, um, we kind of lose track of that sometimes. And, it was a really cool thing to be at a range day with the public there also and see their reaction to the guns. We've all shot before, you know, many, many times. And they were having an absolute blast. It was amazing. Go ahead, whoever was getting ready to talk. I just well, say, I think we all – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well – no, Go ahead, Snump. Okay, okay yeah. John, go ahead. Damn it. Go ahead, John. Damn it. All right. <laughs> well, the thing that got me was it was, it was funny because – some guy walked off the Barrett line with mm-hmm. his head covered. Oh, he, oh, he oh, got a scope yeah. bite. He and got was, scope yeah. to the thing, to the head. And it wasn't most, a bite. It was they took a chunk because it was bleeding. Yeah. yeah. Most of us would like be done for the day after that. Oh, he was he, I saw him like an hour later chugging along, smiling and laughing. So mm-hmm. a, a part of me was like, Oh, that's kind of funny. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, this guy's having a good time. He didn't let something stupid ruin his yeah. day. And Absolutely. I was kind of excited about that one. Uh, real quick, Ozzy out there says, goes where is TriggerCon next year? I'm going to assume it's going to be in Wichita. That's where Rainier's office is now. Um, 
I, I have to assume it will be in Wichita again, but I, I don't know. I don't know, Ozzy. I'll find out for you. Dave from TriggerCon, the marketing guru of TriggerCon, Rainier, will be on the show next week, and that will 100% be, 100% be one of the, the first questions I ask him. Uh, Snob, go ahead, buddy. Well, I'm pretty sure Dave told us it was guaranteed it was going to be back in Wichita for sure next year at least. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was just going to say that even us, we all take it for granted, you know, and don't think about some of the Absolutely. things we can do and how hard it is. I mean, truthfully, you have to go to a range that has full auto, rent full auto from them, and all that stuff to get to shoot full auto or the same way with a 50. Because so many people don't have, you know, access to that or don't have a way to shoot them. Yeah. We do take that for granted. And, and pretty much every range, on range day. And, and every and um, every range day that we all get to go to is, is being what we do and we um, do. There's always full auto there, so we and, and I've shot a full auto for you know forever back in the day. But I mean, like full auto doesn't get us excited. Shooting a bear at fifty doesn't get us excited anymore. And, but and for it, some people, that's a life changing experience, you know. But it goes further than that. I mean, I know y'all are, y'all are getting into full auto, and and I get it. I totally agree. I've seen the Barrett guy. I understand. But Korth, you were able to shoot a oh, six thousand, yeah, seven thousand dollar yes. revolver there. Like exactly. Even me, yep. like I'll never have. I'll probably never own a Korth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So any chance I get to shoot a Korth, and I didn't, I passed up on it just because of the line, and we were trying to get out of there. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's the and just the variety of things you can shoot. I mean, yeah. even if you yep. go to a range and they have rentals, you got to pay for each one of those you shoot. So and the, and the, the ammo to shoot yeah. those. So you go to this range day, you ain't got to pay for ammo. You ain't got to pay a rental fee. And you go down the line, and how many hundreds of guns, literally, can you shoot? Mm-hmm. Like, that's yep. amazing for, for folks. It really is. The weather was perfect. I mean, there's a lot of people that probably have never shot suppressed. They shoot suppressed there and like, oh, yep. i got to have a suppressor now. Or, you know, there's oh my God. even like the staccatos. There were so many suppressors there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the staccato. I mean, there's just... It was one of those things that if you sit back and looked at it from a vantage point, like and, and, and it hit me when we were sitting there watching the Barrett uh, booth, and I was like, you know, for some people, this is as good as it gets when it comes to firearms in their life. They'll never, they'll never do this again. They'll never shoot some of the guns they're going to have to shoot today. And and like I said, I just I said, you know, it's kind of sad that some of us, including myself, take it for granted sometimes, and we, we don't realize how lucky we are to be able to do what we do and, and go to some of the, the places and events that we go to. Speaking of which, SHOT Show registration for media has opened today. Uh, I would imagine that a lot of us in this room, I know well, obviously John and Chase are already because they're not media. Uh, I got there. I'm sure Clover, Chris, and Snob, everyone's probably gone. By the way, uh, thank you, Snob. I owe Snob a public thank you. Snob saved me over $200 in airfare. I got my round-trip ticket to Vegas for $198 today, thanks to Snob. So, right. I just got email, or actually, it was an alert on my app for myself. Well, see, I, 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 and I, I looked at it later, and I got them. I just didn't pay any attention to them, right? I had gotten them the, earlier. Did you see the NSS app actually posted it from shot? They saying, did. hey, everybody. Yeah, they did. They, hey, everybody, Southwest got a ridiculous deal just in time for registration today opens. So I thought yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, 50% off the flights on yeah, Southwest. Even if you're out there and you're not going to shop, but you're thinking about going somewhere, 
And you have until Thursday to buy your tickets, but it's 50% mm-hmm. off your tickets. It's costing me 201 round trip to Vegas. Wow. Mine was $198 round trip. That's incredible. So I called TJ. I called TJ and told him, because uh, usually you flies a different airline, and I said, you need, look, you just need to go on to Southwest and see if you can find some flights. And tell Jeff, because you know Jeff. If Jeff didn't save a dollar, he's going to go ape shit on this, you know? Yeah, I texted Jeff right as soon as I texted you all and told him. So I, I publicly appreciate Schnob. So I'm done. I've got flight. Our house has already been booked now for a couple weeks. Uh, got the badge and all that done. I'm I'm ready for January at this point. Yeah, the, you know, we've had our house for a while. I booked the flight and a minivan this year. So, oh, you go with a minivan this year? Yeah, it was I like hundred dollars cheaper than the suburban last year. Oh, I will not make fun of you with the minivan. Um, real cars are insane in Vegas right now. Um. Travis says, how easy is it to register your cameraman if you want them with you at SHOT Show? My dad volunteered to fill this role if I go. First of all, um, it's not easy at all. Um, even for you, Trav, I mean, there are certain things you, you're going to have to do or you might not get approved the first try. Yep. Get in touch with one of us. Uh, as far as your cameraman going, that's very difficult. It obviously can be done. It's until um, you are established and in the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, getting quote unquote crew in can be super difficult. Um, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, you we'll, get we'll, on the ball. If you're gonna go, you get, ball, you get on the ball now. I mean, maybe, but you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see Travis there. So yeah, give us a call. I mean, you guys, you have all of our numbers. Give us a call and and. and yeah, hundred percent. I hope you do get a chance to go. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it might work, but um, I know Chris. Chris was his first time last year to shot, and you got um, your son in as a cameraman. So uh, it took him a little while um, as well. So my problem is his name and my name are so close that yeah. that, and it's throwing another. We talked about that before the show started. It's throwing a wrench again this year, uh, but I just got to get a hold of. Just get with Peter or Bill. Yeah, yeah, and they'll. Yeah, it, we went through this last year. I think you Yeah, I had to. So my wife, I've had to change her email. And if you change anything, understand this about Shot Show. If you change anything from your <laughs> yeah, previous registration, screwed. it's an absolute freaking nightmare. It's like basically you start all over, which is yeah. I'm not just learning that the hard way the second year because he uses yeah. a different email than he used the well, first year. Well, I had to change my wife's email. I, I've changed website servers and all that this year. I mean, I, there was no choice. And I've already been in con- communication with Peter and Bill. They were expecting it, but um, that's the thing now. So I'm I'm adding a adding somebody else to mine this year uh a crew member and then i had that with my wife so um yeah I, my stuff went through fine ghost kind of like your you, know, you said yours took five minutes yeah. yeah it took me like less than that too i mean it was very it, quick literally I, I hit submit and by the time i went to my web my email thing yeah. i already had the approval in there but like literally like seconds yeah. yeah but if it's your first time if it we're not yeah. bsing you the sooner the better i mean you should have done been yeah. in preparation over the last month in my opinion 
And then as soon as it opens today, <laughs> you should have been on it with that. So, yeah, uh, Trev's out there. He's saying he's no longer probation, probationary at his work. He has some time to take off. Nice. He also says that I know that some of the larger channels have crew. It's not getting the crew. It's not that there's no size restriction as far as who can have a crew. Anyone, if you're, if you're approved, you can have a crew. It's groundwork. There's you a lot of, of hoops you have to kind of jump through and all that to get that crew. Um, so it's, it's, it's not it to do with size. Chris had been had been talking to us last year long enough beforehand yeah. that he understood. And Chris, you were like at two a thousand or two thousand subs last year. You get approved with your crew, so the size really doesn't matter as far as that. I think I think the biggest thing is have that established website and have your crew that you're taking with you on that website. Um, That's the biggest key. Yes. I was going to say, Travis, just whatever you do, talk to somebody before you register. That yes. way you get it all lined up ahead of time, and I'm sure you'll get it done. But you just have yeah, to like, have everything like they know to They know to expect it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I had an issue just last year. And things you've got, you're going to have to do on the back end of your website and videos and YouTube and all that to ensure this all works smoothly. Go ahead, John. Yeah, that's the issue I had last year, and I just emailed Peter, and he got he told me what was wrong. Peter's awesome, man. I fixed it and got approved immediately. It wasn't that hard once you once you do it. It's not that hard. You just have to know it's knowing the steps. Yeah, there there are certain specific steps when it comes to shot show registration that you have to know ahead of time and. And luckily, we had people, uh, we all first started out, Clover and I did, that helped us. And we've helped other people that we want to go. So, like, try just You have all of our numbers. Just call us, text us, and we'll get you there. Faux shizzle. Um, yeah, shots shots done. Can't wait for that. Um, Chase, real quick. I don't know if I brought Chase in and asked him what he thought about the show from a vendor side. Did I? We started to talk about it a little bit, then we got sidetracked. Yeah, go figure, right? We what get sidetracked? No. No. Um, from your side, yeah. So from your vantage point, um, overall collective of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the traveling up there and, and everything, everything that goes into doing a show as a vendor, um, how would you have rated – from what you thought it was going to be like till when you left, you know, Monday morning, how, how what were your thoughts on TrueCon as far as from your perspective of it? I mean, travel out there is what it is. It's travel. I mean, travel to and from. Yeah. That's something we're just used to. It's being on the road, flights, headaches, all that stuff. Getting kicked out I of just, first class, all sorts of stuff. All that crap. Getting, you know, getting <laughs> to the show. You know, and like, hey, your hotel room's not going to be ready for four hours. So, like, well, let's just go set up. We got there, and we didn't have our stuff. It was on the wrong truck. So, they bring us our booth equipment, basically. That was fun. But they got it handled. You know, talk to Troy, talk to Dave. They got it nailed down. So, I, you know, I can't say anything bad about TriggerCon. It was the, it was the, you know, people that put the shows together for them that are, you know, it's not their fault. It's those people that are difficult to deal with. I deal with them a lot of shows because they travel around the country to do all this stuff. But um, yeah. I understood going into it, it was the second year of this. So right. 
I had a certain level of expectation. I wasn't like thinking this was going to be Shot Show light walking into it, but I think it turned out to be a pretty decent show. And without and without um, you know disclosing too much you know sensitive information, um, compared to a lot of other shows, was the barrier to entry cost wise for you guys basic barrier to entry yeah. right not extra things. So yeah. was yeah. that reasonable, all things considered, or all what, things, do you, what do you yeah. think about that? All things considered, I mean, the show is pretty affordable comparatively to like a shot or an NRA, like some of the big events. Comparatively, it was pretty affordable. It's on, it's in line with like USCCA and stuff like that, which is kind of what I would compare it to. The upside is you get a full actual range day here versus a trailer and, you know, a couple RSOs taking you into, you know, a select number of guns to shoot every once in a while. You had an actual free-for-all range day, which is nice. Yep. Yeah, personally, and, and, and for me, for me, Range Day was uh, aside from the extracurricular stuff. For me, by far, the Range Day was the highlight of the show. For me, I thought they did a great job with Range Day. Aside from the you know the Alibaba steel that they used, but um, you know, yeah, that was the that was my yeah, what's that, that stuff? I just said they got that steel from Timu. Be nice. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I'm um, so I'm gonna go around the room real quick. Uh, I mean, Clove, you going back next year? You, you is it was it good enough for you to plan on going back next year? Um, it was close enough. The ROI was definitely there. Uh, all things yes. considered, uh, excellent time with the with the after event, hanging mm -hmm. out, whatever stuff. Um, yeah, it's 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 on my, and I've already sent an email to Dave. Uh, with you know, a long list of what I like, what I didn't like. I know he was going to be on. Dave's not here, man, but he's going to be here next Dave's week. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll discuss a lot of that. I didn't get into a lot of that in this, but we'll probably discuss. No yeah. need if he's going to be there. We can uh, kind of hash some of that out. Um, but uh, yeah, I've told him the same thing. Like it's you know, I'm not the complaints that I have are not like I'm never going back. Complaints. It's just like hey, I'd like to see this happen. I think this could be better type things. Uh, the still on the range was the absolute worst in my opinion. And I think that's pretty easily solved. Uh, can't tell me yeah. they can't, couldn't get a brand new steel target sponsor for that or something, right? To send them several hundred steel targets out. Come on. Um, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, with the distance, right. Um, worst yeah, case, for me it was even six with six and a half hours, it was easy. Even yeah. with, even with like on the way up there with some traffic was a pain and some other things and some wrecks I encountered, but uh, coming home with some weather and different things. I the had la the last 45 minutes for me from the interstate to my house got a little oh. sketchy. I was a little tired. Oh, uh, the eyes might have like dozed a couple times on the road. I, I couldn't. The last two hours <laughs> home for me was at night. I got home just before midnight, but the last two hours were at night. And straight up monsoon season style driving. I'm talking about wind, rain, lightning, crazy. So there's no way I could doze. I mean, the weather was entirely too bad and had me on my toes. So that was probably a good thing there. But, you know, all things considered, if weather and traffic and everything was perfect, I mean, you're looking at a seven, eight hour drive for me. Most, I think, going up there was nine. Coming back was closer to eight, uh, something like that. And, um, so, you know, all that, yeah, all that considered, Wichita is not that expensive a place to hang out to, um, to get an, uh, you know, to stay lodging and stuff. So, yeah. Beautiful chase. Beautiful. 
Um, John, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if, if you and Kaylee and the GOA have discussed it. Obviously, you've discussed. You talking about next year? They're going to promise you. That, I mean, but is this something that GOA uh, is excited about going to next year? I mean, they think that it could be keep growing and growing and growing. It'd be kind of cool to see where this goes five years from now. You know. Well, I would say yes, but we also had six events this weekend. And so yeah, we you had the AR15.com's thing going and GRPC going. And we were really spread thin. I would have liked to have an extra guy or gal with us just so Kaylee and I could do our media stuff and get yeah. some more conversation instead of us going down there and having the same conversation twice. Um or I just have someone many many the booth for you, you know. Well, yeah, and that's what that's what we uh, that's what I'm trying you know, to get. We're having so, John, get it, get an intern so or something. That's what know? I was fixing to say. Couldn't you couldn't you put something out? I don't know if y'all got a Wichita branch or a Kansas branch or not. I know you've got GOA Texas. So, could you get somebody like that, or maybe even like a life member or something, volunteers or something that you could get some type of help and just Kaylee's a bit of a, in a good way and this is not director no. Kaylee I think is a bit of a control freak I don't think she wants someone that doesn't actually work there giving the message of GOA to the public maybe that's just me though yeah I'd, I'd like to grab somebody else but we had an event in St. Louis we had an event here we had an event there so we would have liked to pull one more person in for us and maybe hopefully there's not the same amount of events going on next year we can yeah. have a couple extra people you know because for us our big wins are always doing our partnerships and going down and talking to companies about partnerships and the roi after everything was said and done if i can get everything that we talked about done the roi was there yeah. it was a good time i think we'll we'll, we'll most More likely you got to you got we got to report record some podcasts with a couple of really cool guys I mean, only two of them are in this room, but just that saying. was worth it. Just it was worth it. That was that was enough. Just us two was worth it. I was talking to Ben today, and he said our best podcasts were filmed that this weekend. So that's really that's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. Going to be good. Well, y'all are improving yeah. and stuff too. So I mean, yeah, and it's going to take you guys. It's going to take you and Kaylee. Uh, a long time to kind of figure out each other's rhythm and, and, and all of that stuff, but you're, you'll get better and better every time you go, you know. For sure. I mean, for your show, I couldn't get a word in edgewise, so it was fine. I it had was her good. going, though, bro. Oh, yeah. I, I was, had her going. It was, it, I'm going to say this is probably going to be one of our best episodes when it comes down to it. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy that one. I, I'm looking forward to seeing. I was there, obviously, and I remember the conversation. Um, but I want to see it from like the third person view and see, like, I think she was getting mad at me at some point. I know she was mad at me at, at, at one point, but I want to see if that, that anger comes through on camera. That's what I really want to see. You know, I want to see you hear me giggle in the background. Oh, that's definitely, or, or Clover playing with his little tab on his, can that was making everyone noisy is that what was i was hearing because we stopped that's what they said, said it was. was yeah but i it didn't sound yeah. like that to me the, the noise i heard sounded more like a dinging on a video game or something it was almost yeah. like music. yeah so you were like tapping it like just not even thinking about it but i don't think so, it was as loud as they thought 
Well, if it helps, uh, I cut myself on it. So there you go. Well, it's good riddance. Good riddance. And that's why me and Chase was laughing toward the end as I did that. It was like, thing. Amongst other things. Finger. So, yeah, Chase recorded before I did. And I, I went in um, after his was done. You walk in, they got this big suite room and all that. And you walk in, and they've got this like makeshift studio, which was kind of awesome. They're like three or four or five guys like behind the lights doing the boards and the cameras and the microphones and the lighting and everything. And then they've got against this one wall, the big GOA banner, and there's three chairs there uh, for John and Kaylee and myself. Kaylee in the middle, John on one side of me on the other. And then like in the back corner is the couch that's back there. And so while recording my episode, my chair was facing towards Kaylee. and John and I were both kind of facing towards the middle, looking at each other. And Kaylee was in the middle. But it was kind of at a 45-degree angle, so I'm sitting there being able to talk to John. But right over here is this couch. And that's where Chase and Clover decided to hang out during our podcast recording. And I knew 100% that if I ever looked over there, there is no telling what oh, was going to yeah. happen over there. Oh, yeah. There could have been some weird stuff going over there trying to make me laugh or anyone else laugh. So I made a yeah. point not to look over there one time and i was pretty proud of myself i was very proud of myself very good and ironic and ironically the only person that actually did laugh was dumbass chase so thank you for that so was your phone yep. vibrating pretty bad during this um yeah it it, yep. it it my phone was going on i think i had 47 messages to check <laughs> Um, in that hour that we recorded, because everyone was trying to just like get me to laugh and, and eh, fine. oh yeah, there were, sometimes there was one letter in the word. You know, they were they were spelling out specific words in our text check one letter at a time, um, and it was great. It was that's that's kind of how we we play each other off, and that's fine. But I was extremely proud of myself because I think I had great self control. So that's did why or did not phone on silent. Ginger did Ginger, not. Ginger was unprofessional. Looked. I'm just kidding. He did look. Yeah. He did look. He, he looked and he messed up. He knew he looked messed up as soon as he looked over, too. Oh, yeah, because all I could hear were you two was we had no headphones on. So I could hear Chase and Clover whispering back and forth to each other. And then that ting noise was driving me nuts. And I had to stop. I'm like, yeah. so whatever that is, it's got to turn off. I can't stand it. I thought it was Clover. I, I, I thought it was just me. I, I thought I was here when you said that. And I was like, okay, he's hearing it too. And then the audio, the sound guys and the video guys and the light guys, the crew in the back were like, yeah, what the hell is that? You know, <laughs> what is going on here? So, um, I don't know. What is that noise? I don't know. But, uh, very inappropriate comments going on in the background though. 100%. Yeah, not just yeah. by us. The crew was in on it, too. It was great. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, it was a fun time. It was a very fun recording session. Um, I might have. I, I, I might have. Um, so when I was waiting, and Clover and I are waiting in the hallway at this hotel room, um, Hotel Suite 420, by the way. It was the green room. Um but uh, we're sitting out there, and they're recording with Chase, and 
guys walking in the hallway and we're Clover and I are like, like just laughing. It's like, Hey, sorry, man. My appointment is at six o'clock. We have to, you know, and the guys like looking at us like, what, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, she's in there with a couple of guys right now. And, uh, my appointment's at six o'clock and it was kind of interesting. It was funny. Um, sick sense of humor as I know, uh, that's kind of what you get around us. None of us are very normal in any way, shape or form. But Kaylee was a great sport. It was great meeting her. Uh, she's got a great sense of humor. Um, she she was rolling with all the punches and uh, had a great time. But so yeah, it, it was it, overall. It was I I really enjoyed really enjoyed my time um, at TriggerCon. I, I I will definitely plan on going back. Um, I plan on going back next year, assuming that schedules work out with work and all that. If I can go, I'm definitely going to go. And obviously there's some things that can need to be tweaked a little bit, but you know, even snow will tell you that the difference between last year and this year is, is remarkable. So there's no telling what, you know, they'll do next year. And if they take some kind criticism and make some change and doing some certain things, I don't think there's major change that need to be made. I think I thought what they had this year Overall was good. Nothing wholesale major changes. Just tweak some things, and I think it'll be very, very successful. So if you guys are going to be in the Wichita area, let's assume it's going to be in late September again, and you have a chance to get the TriggerCon, I would highly suggest that you guys meet TriggerCon next year. Um, Chris, I'm sorry, brother. This was, you know, it had been boring as hell for you. Uh, do you have any questions or anything that you want to bring up or ask? Uh, no, I mean, I actually enjoyed it. It was fun just listening in on everything. Now, I wanted to ask you because back at the beginning of the show, you we were talking about John saying there was only six or 700 people probably minus the media and minus the vendors. No, that, that's just probably like, the, the 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 general public i would say that's that's probably it's a very small very very small um venue so i guess my question was was it was it pretty easy to film and do the interviews or was the venue so small that even six or seven hundred yeah, to me it was fine to me i had zero problem with audio i had zero problems so, at all so the video i dropped yesterday was me walking around and I was wearing my Saramonic lob, right? And I had the noise canceling, of course, on on it. So that was me walking around with a pretty much day one uh, in the evening, at, like after lunch, like at the peak of everybody getting there on day one, which admittedly wasn't as many people as day two. But all of my, all of mine, I think you're the same way, aren't you, Ghost? All of my videos that will come out with booths. No videos they're all day two with all of the yep, crap yep so, same here i mean you can definitely if you've got a decent microphone um absolutely zero problem in there now the lighting uh, lighting yeah like shot show dungeon it's, it's, quality it's, lighting it's arena it? lighting way up in the yeah. rafters and it's it, yeah. it's it's it's, it's not, not the greatest lighting it's not it's but, not good but i mean it's it's that's expected it shows Right, like there ain't a whole lot you can do unless you want to carry around a bunch of lights, which is goofy. Yeah, look like Millspec Monkey if you do that. 
<laughs> man, that dude, I don't know how he totes all that crap around. That's why he's so skinny, I guess. It looked like Snob first year of shot when he had like 17 cameras yeah. on and lights everywhere. He had this right. contraption that he had like a back brace, like it was all the stuff hanging right. off. He had, it was crazy. Right. You got excellent video. It sucked my Thursday. I was done with that heavy ass. You were, I, we told you, we sat there and told you, bro, you won't make it two days. Yeah. I made it three. Yeah, you did. And didn't yeah. feel good about them either. All right, Chris, what you got going on uh, in the channel? You got any? I know you got some cool stuff coming down the road. Uh, tell people where they can find you and maybe some of the projects you're working on. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for the invite. I had a great time. I look forward to seeing everybody's videos on TriggerCon, and uh, I think I probably definitely better go next year. It sounds like. So, uh, yeah, how far is this stuff from? It can't be terribly far, is it? It's far enough I'm yeah. going to fly. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, i am uh, got a really exciting weekend planned. We're um, uh, Steel Valley Casting, the uh, bullet sponsor for my channel. Had, they invited me over to Pennsylvania to a private range. We're going to be shooting 1,000 yards on Saturday. and I'm nice. super excited to get over there with them. And, uh and then for the next couple of weeks, I'll be uh, releasing the videos for the Kiger. Uh, really liking that gun from Anderson. It's pretty cool. So It is a good gun. I'll give yeah. you that much. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Thanks again for having me on. And uh, glad so you guys good. had a great time. And hopefully I'll be we there with you. you next year. Yeah. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. Uh, yeah. Go check out Christmas 740. Uh, snob. You got any videos can be coming out for TriggerCon or what, what kind of projects yeah. you got coming down the line? I've released a couple TriggerCon videos. I still have several more to go. Okay, you got some more coming? Okay. Yeah, and uh, I would just say to everyone out there, if you ever wanted to go to shot and just absolutely can't get in, especially if you're not a creator or anything like that, go to something like TriggerCon. That was pretty neat. It's yep. really a really a good show for express, especially for you know just an individual, general public person, not creator. Because they get to experience a tiny, tiny, easy to handle a micro, a micro, 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 micro shot show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's nothing. You can't compare it in any way to shot show. No, or even in ram. No, but you're not going to be overwhelmed there. Yeah, or get lost. I think, and you brought up a great point. You know, if someone, okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, unlike shot in NRA, especially for the general public, you get the range day, right? We need one of those. Yeah, you're going to get a range absolutely. day. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I will say this, and it brings up a great point. If you're uh, brand new to content creation, um, or if you're thinking about becoming a creator out there, TrueCon might be like the best first show to ever go to. Uh, you're going to get the vibe of having the booze and having to learn how to do a, a, a booth review, but it's small enough to where it's not over the top crazy. Uh, you'll have some of the nightlife uh, after engagements, and then you have the rains day. Uh, I think for someone who's especially just starting out, um, I think that TrueCon might be the absolute perfect uh, place to kind of start your show life as a creator. Um, it was per it's perfect for it, for sure. Um, Chase, what's going on? EAA, you know, you guys had a, a big week. 
uh, last week with, uh, I'm, I'm not sure how much you can talk about that, but I know you had a big week. Um, how did range day go for you? How were, what were uh, the, the general public's uh, or even the media that maybe never, you haven't seen before in one of these shows, how were the reaction to the MC14Ts and the 2311s and all that? Uh, was it was it good, positive feedback? Oh, yeah. I mean, Rage Day went well for us. I mean, we went through a ton of ammo, almost killed the 10 millimeter and 45 off, just about killed the Yeah, he did. Off. <laughs> Had to go five more 9 mil. Like, it was, it was a good time. I mean, 2311, 2311 did real well, 14T did extremely well. High powers ran. I mean, everything we took out there. It was a good time. I mean, everybody, everybody seemed to enjoy what they shot. Everybody got a chance at it. That's the that's the beauty of those events is you know you get to put stuff like this in people's hands that don't get to play with us normally. Yep. Yep. Um, and they and some of the general public have been hearing people like us talking about the twenty three eleven, talking about the fourteen T for a long time, and oh, hey, puppy. Um, for some of these people, getting to actually shoot one was probably, yeah. I mean, amazing for some of these people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was the first chance a lot of people had to put their hands on something like that. And speaking of getting to put my hands on, you know, the actual production 2311s when I got back was pretty nice, too. Mystic says she wasn't invited. That's between you and your husband. I'm just saying. Um, so, that's between you and your husband. I'm not going to get in the middle of that battle for a show. <laughs> and, and, and I don't think he wants to be in the middle of that battle. <laughs> I'm not scared. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> and we all are. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest. <laughs> um, Ginger um overall um trigger con overall for you guys we talked about that let's get you back to the two-way two minutes for two-way with with gun owners of america uh talk about uh maybe where people can find you uh a lot of stuff is happening right now um if you're looking for an organization to support maybe GOA is the one that you want to look at. If people out there are looking to try to find more information or want to donate or become a member, uh, tell people where they can find you guys. All that stuff can be found at gunowners.org. Um, you know, that's where you can go and donate. You'll find all the up-to-date stuff. Uh, I did see that Calaveras commented on the 11% tax from Greg Newsom. Yeah. GOC is uh, getting ready to do that, but I can't comment on open cases or anything like that. So I know that we're <clears throat> we're gonna fight that. Got a new episode of Stay the Second dropping tomorrow with Battle Buddy Three Gun. So go check that out. Um, great nonprofit organization. Yes, yes, Chase. Thank GOA you. Gingers of America. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it was cool going to TriggerCon, getting to see all y'all. Um, from a vendor point, uh, range day was really fun because I got to do it as media. So, yeah, got to try out the uh, 14T and got to try out the 2311 and all a bunch of other stuff. And I brought Mike Mills over to uh, Chase's booth and he uh, did he, he shot that. Oh, no, he shot that 2311 and was like super excited about it. So, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Chase, uh, remind me to get you over that info later. Um, yep. snob best thing you shot at range day. Like what was your favorite thing at, at range day? My favorite thing at range day. Uh, probably my favorite thing at the show was that shallow tech 365. Okay. Thing. I really enjoyed that. That, that was that, uh, that aluminum frame mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. It was modular frame. It, was, it shot really well. It was really nice. I mean, I shot a lot of fun stuff at range day. Yeah. Yep. If it uh, helps, the 2311 was absolutely my favorite thing. I was going to say, if you ever want to talk to Chase again, you might want to mention <laughs> that. I'm just saying. Nope. Too late. <laughs> Too late. I will say that Shallow Tech thing is awesome because I was looking at one. I was like, well, I just happened to carry one, so this is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Clover, what was your favorite thing at Range Day? Favorite product to shoot or mess with or whatever? Man, favorite thing at Range Day. Huh. You know, I was really because it's something that I haven't got. I haven't got to shoot, yeah. and um, like you have, I know you have, and of course I've seen them being made and everything else. Was the one from Lionheart? Oh, the uh, the Vulcan, yeah, yeah. Um, man, nice shooting. Just uh, not for nice. me, but that was all me. So, um, well, yeah, you were, you were, you were trying to pull some tactical sighting picture or something. though. now you know. I was, I, I just, up, you, you, you guys know, I do not like handguns with optics on them. Yeah. And this one, I, for some reason, I decided I went to absolute co-witness and dot the eye with the uh, the red dot on that handgun, and you can imagine I was not hitting steel. Yeah, uh, so that don't work for the lower third, that was, right? But that was <laughs> me, not the handgun. The handgun felt great. I just couldn't yeah. shoot it at all because I can't shoot optics on One handguns. One of these days, you'll, uh, you'll come into 2023 and learn how to shoot an optic. Are you calling me a FUD? Yes, 100%. Oh. He's got to get rid of that droid oh. first. Yeah. I, I can't get rid of what? I get rid of your droid first, bro. No, that's not going to happen. My wife would appreciate that, too. Um, but oh, So she hates the green text also. Oh, yeah. Her and my daughter are both iPhone people. Yeah, absolutely. Can we take you out of the group chat and put them in? Was it you, and Clover? you probably have a lot more fun. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Ginger, what was your favorite thing at shot uh, at range day that you shot or messed with? There was two that I really liked. It was the Oracle 2311. Sorry, Chase. That one was in the, their 2311 as well. So those two were my fun. I already said, I really liked the 2311 previously. And then, uh, so yeah it's been then, great knowing you john yeah i know uh and then global ordinance had their new grand power sport on yeah, the table and that cool. was super oh, dope. Yeah, that was did. pretty nice yeah did you all shoot the rotating barrel from global yeah that's a, i did i did not that's pretty shoot too. pretty sweet shooting too that's the one i shot the the that new they've got one that's like a competition model now I'll tell you what I did shoot at Global. They had the Strybog and 10 millimeter suppressed. Yeah. 
I'm not going to lie. That might be my favorite thing that I shot all day. That that 10 millimeter suppressed felt like a 22 LR. It's, it was unbelievable. Um, the he best actually was shooting the 22. He was, yeah. Um, I want to. I do want to give a big shout out to Snob. Uh, while we were at the uh, Radical booth, and I was working with her DMR, <laughs> he was he was uh, getting my he was getting my distance for me, and he was he was getting my adjustments, um, my holdovers. Hey, those, those were tough shots. You were probably what? They were tough shots. Like that target was like at least twenty. That target was literally like twenty yards away from me with a, with a DMR. Uh, but he was calling me his oh hold it right edge with three clicks left and and he's calling me every time I take a shot I mean obviously you can't miss it from twenty yards literally twenty yards he's like miss miss then all of a sudden he goes I think that one went over the berm and like people are starting to look at me I'm like you're gonna get me kicked off this the range part is, <laughs> both the guys started staring with these big old deer in the headlights it was great. <laughs> You're like, how did you miss? You could throw a rock at that target from here and hit it, you know? Uh, it's like, oh, that, that one went over the berm. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's why I that that particular section was the longest section, and I left it all there because of the correspondence. Now, there's going to be a lot of people that watch that video that think that I actually missed all those shots and that I sent one over the berm. So thank you for that. Uh, I appreciate oh, you very much. It was great. And I very easily could have put like some writing on there saying I didn't actually, but you know what? I don't care. And it was that's the fun part of it. Well, the funny just thing put is, music over it too. The funny thing is, no, was that, that was no, but that was the cool part. I wanted that in there. I thought that was hilarious. So, um, well, I had to try to mute the f bomb on mine, thanks to you. Well, it wasn't my fault that someone came up and 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 stuck a suppressor where it doesn't need to go on a human man's body. Okay. Um, God. So, yeah, I did not mean to drop an F-bomb right in the middle of your video. It was it was like right in the middle of the shooting. I was like, what the? <laughs> I didn't so, realize that. I did that until I watched your video. I was like, like oh, snap. I get I it. But that. it looks like in the video, because I'm, I'm swinging through with that shotgun, it looks like you're asking me what I'm doing, right? Because that's the way my wife took it. Was like, oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I won't name names. But the swing on a shotgun, and I'm like, oh, that, that's not what the issue was. That was. I I won't different. name names, but someone decided that they were going to have fun with. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, the and wording right and the timing the was was impeccable. I guess I never. I guess I guess I never really noticed. I had to go back to your video and look at that and see that. I, I guess I didn't realize that. Because I I shoot two rounds and then it's like, what the f are you doing, right? And then. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like, does he not understand shotguns? And I'm like, no, not really. And that's what's kind of funny about it too, is because you don't really. So I don't know. It, it kind of it's it can be misunderstood. Very I easily. had to ask Clover how to load a specific shotgun. You uh, did, but that's that's video. You didn't make shorts out of that. Uh, did you video that? Probably. I don't know. It was not in my I'm raw. It wasn't sure in I, my raw stuff. Oh, it wasn't? Yeah. Maybe not. I, I could have swore I videoed you loading stuff, but maybe not. Uh, G23 um, says, everyone that knows you, Ghost, knows that you can shoot over a berm. Hell, you can't see over one. Well, 
most people can't see over berms. <laughs> What's funny is the radical defense guys actually said that they're pretty sure somebody sent one over the berm earlier that morning. There's no way. Like it's literally twenty yards from. Well, like, they said they had to move. They had to move the targets down on the stands. Is what he was telling us. Really? They were pretty sure someone sent him over the berm earlier. Wow. That, I mean, you crazy. gotta realize what goes into range days sometimes. Well, if it's really close and you tried for like a headshot really close, I could see possibly. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Well, let's Maybe. be honest though. Where that range was, you could have sent everything over that berm, and you weren't going to hurt anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were yeah. fine. You might have got near corn. You would damage some corn, though, real quick. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's about the only thing you'd damage. And it was probably an Instagram influencer that sent it over the berm, probably not even the general public. <laughs> TikTok, man, TikTok. <laughs> I was thinking of one in general. White Commando. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, wait, he only uses 50s to do that. I'm pretty sure that he's the one who shot down that F-35. I'm just saying. Uh, Q uh, from G-Webs. Any surprises at the event? I think for me, the whole event was a surprise, like in, in, in a positive way. Not that I went there with thinking it's going to be crappy. I didn't know what to expect. Um so any surprises I would I would say the the whole vent in itself was a positive surprise. Uh just feel free to just let's let's not go through the room, let's just talk. Uh any surprises at the event for any of you guys? Oh, there was a surprise there. People just didn't know it was there. Bluetooth speaker. Oh, oh what no? I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> I said there was a surprise there, people just didn't know it. That's true. That's fair. Um, he also says, what would you do differently if you were to go back to the event? Honestly, nothing. I would have stayed at the casino. Okay, okay. Um, yes, maybe. yes. I definitely, I, I, was tell, I was telling TJ that. I was telling my wife that. I think I was even telling Chase that. Um, I'm staying at the casino next year. Yeah, it was a 30-minute drive back to our Airbnb from the casino, and I yep. had three different yep. And the earliest we left was like at 2 o'clock. So yeah, I, I, think that, I think that the, the the casino, I think I was talking to Chase or something, and if, if, if we got like, you know, Clover and I were to share a room or something, we'd probably pay the exact same price we paid for the house, you know. Sorry, TJ. No, but I'm just saying. I, I think that if if it's possible to go to the casino and stay at the hotel there, because that's where we ended up every night, um, and it might be worth a little bit of extra more money so that we don't have to drive half an hour. And food's home. right there, right? So and you don't food's worry right about, there. You don't got to worry about and, 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 the, and the and the shuttle to the range days there. I mean, you don't have to worry about it. everything's right there. So I, I think yeah, you're I mean, right. I think it just made more sense to stay there. I think for me, anyways. So two things for me. Number one, yeah. make sure my badge holder is not twisted, or ask a ask a chick to fix it for me right off the bat first, That's instead of waiting an hour to yeah. ask them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that killed That's like fair. two hours of day one for me. Like, yeah. What was the second thing? That was it. That I would either not let it get twisted to start with, or find a chick. Like right off the bat, two things. Oh, okay. I guess he's making one thing into two things. 
It's Clover. Yeah, he's, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, Chase, from a vendor standpoint, anything that you would do differently? Two day show. Two That's where I was getting ready show. to go with. I think that we've talked about this before, and I think a lot of us talked about it the other night. I know Chase and I have talked about it. I know Clover and I have talked about it. I think what they could do is Friday open it up for a couple hours, like from four to six or three to five, but that's media only for like two hours on Friday. Let you guys come in and, and set your booths up all Friday and do all of that at like three to five or two to four, whatever, for two hours. Let the media come in real quick. And on Friday, not on Thursday, you know, and then Saturday be the actual day. And then I think a two day event, because I could drive in early Friday morning, get there by, you know, whatever and meet that, you know, whatever. Um, Yeah, I think it was a two day event. It had been perfect. I I, I agree with that, Chase. And like what we talked about before is you make it a two day event, but that Friday, like we're talking about the media. And then you have that media industry mixer immediately following that yes. Friday mm-hmm. night. And, and, and not half an hour from the venue. Like, no, have it. Or, 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 or you know what? Let's go to the casino and get like a, conf- a big conference room or, or rent one of those restaurants out uh, yeah. there, you know? Yep. Yeah, I That's agree. I, I, th- I think that they should have. I think that the casino should have the casino slash hotel should have played a bigger role in the event as far as organization because everyone kind of evolved and revolved around that casino and hotel. Well, I think they tried to get because the casino has an arena. I think they tried to get it, but then Travis Tritt was in town. No, I get that. I'm talking about like for like a a, a a mixer or something. They could have had like a conference room. I would have uh, liked just, and, and just like catered it or something, gotten a buffet or something, you know. I would have liked the whole show to be there. Oh, oh I, I, I think I think if they can get the whole enough. show, if if that arena is big enough, if, if the whole show could be managed to be there, that would actually be amazing. I mean, it's not like Hartman Arena is very big, so I couldn't imagine that not being. They could have spread it up between the arena and a couple conference rooms, and they could have sure made it yeah. happen. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, geez, how is having a gun event in Kansas? Should there be more? I don't see why. I don't have a problem with Kansas. It's it's the FUD Kansas. We're the tactical Kansas here in Arkansas, but. Um, no, I, I had no problem. It was a six and a half hour drive for me. It was easy. Um, pretty, pretty laid back, except for the gunfire. Very laid back. Whatnot. Yeah, we had at our house, we, we were there, and all of a sudden in the middle of nothing, uh, maybe a, a street or two over, it was it was very close. Someone emptied about a 15-round mag. Um, controlled fire. Said, too, controlled not fire, just, yeah. I just random. Controlled fire, and it was definitely the same gun. Uh, we were definitely in the city limits. Um, and a few minutes later, there was a bunch of sirens. So, not real sure what happened. I didn't check the news later on that night to find out someone was killed, like a street over. You know, yeah. Our, our house, our house was weird. Our neighborhood was weird. Like you look down to the left, like, one direction, and you've got um, a house with three BMWs in the front. And you look two houses down, 
and it looked like the Clampets met Compton. You know, yeah, um, yeah. It was strange. It was strange. What were you saying? And more Pontiac Saltis than I've ever seen on a single. Screen. Yeah, there were two Saltis in the same road. Um, so that's odd. Yeah. yeah. To be fair. To be fair, you guys only stay one step above Jeff. Whenever this is true. It depends. It depends. From we didn't our point of view, now for TJ's point of view, it was a huge step up well, from yeah. standard Jeff. Well, when we book and my wife's not going. We don't pay no attention to nothing. We yeah. just look for price. Because we're not going to be there that much. And the way we looked at we saw where the, uh, the the casino was, and we saw where the Hartman right. Arena was, and we were literally in the middle. So we were 15 minutes either way. And so the it was range. Great. It was the range, but yeah. The range. The range. Yeah. yeah. And we well, didn't know yeah. at that point. We didn't know at that point we had to take a bus. We had to, to go range. to the casino for the range. Yeah. 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 See, I value my life more than my wife, so I care more when she's not there. Well, the reviews didn't say anything about it. They weren't bad. It wasn't like this is a horrible No, they, they were they were and that's the thing. reviews. It and wasn't, the house a wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. a horrible neighborhood. Like there's there was high end nice cars there. There was crappy houses. There was crappy cars. There was it, it was a it was a bipolar neighborhood, like seriously. Yep. I, I saw very nice cars and i saw a dude running and jumping over a fence in the same you know breath so yeah we've seen motorized figure. bicycles regular bicycles tractor yeah, we, had a, we had we had we had an 18 wheel rig drive down the street yeah. um out yeah. of randomly so i thought it was yeah. chicago mike so yeah i'm real excited we thought he'd found us he's gonna ask us how we were doing <laughs> what's up kansas <laughs> Oh, Lord. All right. On that note, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Um, next week, we actually we have Dave from Turricon and from Rainier. Dave's not um, here, man. Here, Dave's man. not here, man. Uh, say hi to Cheech and Chong for me. That reference. Um, I don't know. There might be people that don't get that reference. Is he actually going to show up? Did you, did you talk to him about that? Yeah, I sent him an email today, and he nice. um, confirmed. Chase, can you explain that? Right oh, no, he, he was going to show up last week. He was flying last week. Like, flights got delayed. He was in the air. Last yeah, that's week. right. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What were you saying, though? Uh, who was that? Snob? I was just going to say, Chase, can you explain that reference to John? Because he clearly doesn't understand it. So, back in like the late 70s, early, there was a, com a comic comedic group called Cheech and Chong. And I'll let Chase finish the rest <laughs> with uh, Dave's Not Here. <laughs> Chase isn't listening either. <laughs> no, I'm laughing too hard. I can't do it now. The funny thing is we have other people now doing this with Ginger, so it's yeah, Kaylee weird. loves it. This Kaylee was my whole weekend. <laughs> whole weekend. <laughs> Mexican American. <laughs> Dave's not here. Dave's not here, man. Yeah. So, no, man. Anyways. Dave's not here. Uh, just go to YouTube and just Google Cheech and Chong Dave. It's a song you will thank us for it. So, yeah, uh, you're welcome. All right, you're welcome. All right, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure you get out to the range, be more proficient with your firearms, stay in tune with what's going on with your state, local, and uh, federal elected officials or elected representatives on 2A matters. If they're not representing the manner that you think they should, Make that change, especially next year, 2024 elections. 
make that change. Was it a Michael Jackson song? We can make a change. Um, make that change. Hey, man, man in the mirror. Man October in the mirror. October 2nd. Your eyes on Monday. Yeah. I, I, I'm oh, under right. NDA, I, I'm under NDA, dude. I can't even mention October, October 2nd. 2nd. Yeah. Everybody, um, everybody pay you can Monday. mention it, but I I don't want to get in trouble with Sam. So yeah. I'm surprised Omar ain't screwed it up yet. But yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> I'll tell, tell everybody, pay attention to come Monday. Something cool's coming. Monday, Something bright and early. Cool Monday. Monday. That's when I'm going semi auto. Oh, shit. The two forties revolver, the belt fed semi auto revolver. Yeah, it's the belt fed. I'll just go ahead and talk about it. It's the belt fed semi auto lever 410. Oh, nice. sweet! Yes, made in Turkey, right? Of course, <laughs> made, 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 in, made in Kosovo. Kosovo, man, don't give all the secrets away. My bad, man. I told you I didn't want to say anything. It's got F117 parts on it. F thirty five South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a fifty cow hole in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! We're getting out of here because after cat's getting ready to get crunk. So I'll, <laughs> I'll see you on this week. Bye. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like this one and want to check out some of our other podcasts, we invite you to check out the Jarhead Podcast, the Ghost and Clover Podcast, and the Speed Limit 155 Podcast. We also like to invite you to check out our YouTube channel, Ghost Tactical, if you're into the firearm world and the lifestyle of, of the firearm community. Go check that out. And obviously, go check out our website, ghosttactical.us, to check out all of our projects, our swag, our stores, and our discount codes. Once again, thanks for always supporting the podcast, and we'll see you soon. Simplify.